It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We have a robust multi-agency plan to humanely manage the border through enforcement, deterrence, and diplomacy. Sorry, it's a lot better with a laugh track. <laughs> it, it really is. I had no interest in talking about a border issue today, but it's just such a huge story. I mean, come on. This is a joke. It, it, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he's like, well, we're just going to do it ourselves. We're going we're gonna to retake the, the Texas National Guard, and they're now a focused border patrol agency. Uh, what I don't get is he. How many people in this the special tactical national guard? I don't know how many units he's sending down there, and they're going to line the border. But as we sit here right now, we're looking at two separate pictures of how many migrants are waiting in line to cross the border, and this doesn't happen until Thursday. <laughs> there has to be a hundred thousand people waiting in line. It's it's just it was just shocking. I mean, what they showed yesterday, and this is the border patrol agents. I think they finally had enough, and they've started to show which I'm sure breaks some sort of rule or protocol, they started to show, like, cell phone video of them on the job. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be them. No. It, it, but at this, okay, just explain to me, though, how does this administration sit here and look at this, okay? I don't know what the weather's like in Texas. I am sure at the Texas-Mexican border, Mexico border, it is extremely hot. You have hundreds of thousands, thousands, say, people waiting in line. They've been there for days. You can't tell me they all have enough food and water to survive. Yeah, so already so. the conditions are horrific for these people. What kind of humanity is that? It's not. And, and you sit here and you try to say that you have things under control? You're probably going to have people die waiting in this line just to come into the United States if they even make it. whole thing, just, just brutal. And a good question popped up off the air. Dina was asking, why, why doesn't Biden just send the National Guard? I don't know. Isn't that that should I, be the most basic question, isn't it? But well, then you got to admit there's a problem, right? And I think that's that's it. I you mean, you deploy what? the National Guard, you're you're admitting that this is a nas- this is a crisis. Yeah. They've said for two and a half years, no crisis. What are you talking no, about? None whatsoever. Aww. Okay, just look at that line of people waiting to come in. I I was flabbergasted when they said they arrested illegally crossing into the country twenty seven thousand people. And then I heard that the Biden administration, the Department of Homeland Security, actually told all the migrants where all the cops are going to be and where all the patrols are going to be so they could know where to cross illegally. So, again, if you're a Border Patrol agent, you got to chase that down. You got to fit. They already they have a step ahead of you. They have a lead. Yeah. So you can't chase them and get them to the port of entry, which was the proper way to do immigration. Right. Right. So, so, so you you have everything worked against you. But my I, just, I just feel for these folks, man. Mayorkas has got this taken care of, Bill. Don't worry about it. Not a crisis. Yeah, sure. I think that we found our answer. That's why the National Guard isn't deployed because they'd have to admit this is a this is a this is a problem, a real problem. Yeah. They well they can't. Wow. So that's why Texas Governor Greg Abbott just made a special tactical unit out of his National Guard. It's well, just wild, wild that you got a whole agency like the the hardworking, great people and work in the Border Patrol. They've had most of these videos you see now, not the drone ones, but from the ground showing the big lines. Of people, that's from them. It's probably because they're frustrated. They've just had enough and they want the nation to know what's happening. And they probably figure at this point, go ahead, fire me. Wow. You know what? It's terrible. I, you know, I don't know how many border agents we have. I have yet to see. I don't. I haven't seen many women. They're mostly men, and most of these guys. I mean, there's some on horseback. There's some walking. But these guys are swimming out to the middle of the Rio Grande River, and and they're forming human chains to try to save people who are crossing who don't know how to swim with little babies. That's crazy. It's it's so they're putting their own lives in danger to go save somebody they have no idea who they are, who's probably going to drown if they don't get out there. 
to film, uh, this man. This is crazy. Heading into Thursday. We'll see what happens. It's going to be nuts. In way different news, this is like distraction news. We need it. Disney, another change that's actually the old change. It's the old policy. They're getting rid of reservation requirements at the parks right here in Florida. So how did that work? You bought a ticket, and then say you you bought a ticket for like three days. You'd have to actually make a reservation for the three days you want to go, yeah. and then they had to accept you? Yeah. So Could now they you, like not accept your reservation and say, oh, we're booked that day? So yeah, it happened all the time. It? Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. now you don't have to have a reservation for date-based tickets at Disney World. Okay. It takes a place beginning of 2024. So right now they're just trying to clean everything up on the reservations, which are which are full. But see what they said. What they're going to do is when you buy a ticket, it will be for that specific date. Ah. So you're really making a reservation, but they're making it for you. Pretty much, yeah. You know, that's a good bit, way to put it. You're right. That's probably you know. Right. You're going to call up and say, okay, I want to go July 7th, 8th, and 9th. And when you buy the tickets, they're good for July 7th, 8th, and 9th. Which means you can't use them for another day. That is true. That's like it's still a reservation. It's just from them. It's from them. <laughs> but is is and then they said if you're a, a, a season holder, what do you call them? What do you got? Pass holder. Pass holder. You can go to any park without a reservation after two o'clock. Yeah. So they must figure people last till you know with little kids till noon. They have lunch and then they take them home and the kids crash at the hotel. It's, I guess that's what they're thinking, right? So because they let you in after two o'clock without a reservation. But that's still you have always said since I have known you, and it's been many many years. You have always said it's going to get to the point where they're going to have to make it just Florida resident day. They're just going to have to because the, they're just going to have to pick people. some days where it's only Florida residents. And it's going to take a while, though, because with these reservations, it's like months, in this case, years ahead. Wow. I don't know. But, as you know, they keep on saying, oh, we're bringing new policies in. Really, all they're doing is getting rid of all the stuff that Bob Chappick, the old CEO, instituted that was not very well accepted and apparently was a failure because uh, Iger is back and he's just bringing back the stuff he had. I think Iger's whole plan is let's just do what we know worked. Movies, content, rides, whatever it is. Systems, just do that. Couldn't they just make it bigger? They have all that land. Why don't they start using it? So yeah, then they got more land. They're going to expand to Stewart. That's where the next <laughs> park is. <laughs> Deer will be happy that yeah. he can walk there. Yeah. All right, how about some sports news? Yeah, it's, okay. It's not really news. I think we're just starving for news. Oh, it's football. <clears throat> Only the NFL could make an event out of their schedule. They have, annou- they have announced the schedule release for Thursday. Two days away. Wait a minute. They announce when they're going to announce the schedule? Yes. Massive <laughs> announcement yesterday about the announcement of just dates. That's it. Come on. No. Are they going to like do it like the draft? I mean, they're going to they do they have a TV event for this? They go, it's interesting. Yeah, yes, TV. Oh, every, it's the NFL. Of course it's a TV event. Are you kidding me? And then they do two things. They do week they release it they do week by week. They'll go week 1 through 17. And then they have all the matchups. And then they break it down, of course, and then they feed all the content and the information to all the teams so they can put it on their social media and they can get an extra boost and then they this is how everybody makes their plan for the season. And how long does this television event last? I wow. mean, is this like hours? What? It takes a while. Yeah. Are you ki- and you're going to watch this? Uh, no. And, I mean, don't you know? Like you said, they they so they put the Patriots schedule out like right away, so you know the whole year. Yeah, they put everybody's. Okay, schedule so right away. It, so why would you watch after that? What do you mean? Because you already know who you're going to be playing, right? If they let it go right like right away. Well, n- well, no, they they do the week by week, and then they break. Oh, it down I gotta wait. Teams. How yeah. many weeks? Yeah, so that you can watch this thing. Oh my God! It's the NFL. 
Jeez. We only know one thing for for certain so far is that the and not don't have a date, but the they had the first and it was awesome. By the way, they had a Germany game last year. The crowd was fantastic. Really? I thought it was better than the England games. And we know that it's the Saints and the Patriots are going to be in. Uh, I think it's Munich or is it Frankfurt? I don't know, but that's happening at some point, and they think it's uh, November. Like right in the middle of the season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Expect more international games, Diener. Do, yes, do, do right. a lot of Americans go to those games, or are they purely they do. for yeah, they travel? The, yeah, they'll, they'll like travel. The Germans or the Brits. I love the European games because I think they just wear whatever jersey they can get a hold of. I love it. It looks like a Super Bowl. It's just this this <laughs> mixed mosh of uniforms over there. And that German crowd was awesome. They were great. I think I saw a Fran Tarkenton jersey in one game last <laughs> oh year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, find anything they can. Even I remember <laughs> him. My God. They're also going to have a game on Black Friday for the first time ever. Are they really? Yeah. So you're going to have you know, you know Thanksgiving why? and then day after, too. You know why? Because Black Friday isn't what it used to be. Everybody yeah. shops online now. True. That's very true. It's, Get them home. They're home. They're home. But they're yeah, home and they're shopping true. online, so you might as well get while they're on Amazon, they can watch football. It's like, well, there's a game on at noon. We still have turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Let's sit on this couch. <laughs> have some more pie. Yeah. That's how it works, <laughs> baby. Wow. <laughs> All right, we got more headlines coming up next. We've got, uh, oh, more sports news. You ready for this? What? Could it be the Orlando Rays? I, you know what? No one's going to go see him in Tampa, so why not? Uh, big momentum heading towards this thing. I was like, okay. It's for the guy, and he's got land next to SeaWorld. Yeah, that's the, see, that's the killer right there. He's got, he's got, the, he's got the location. Is that the killer whale? Oh, they're going to call him the Orcus? I hope not. All right. <laughs> we got that some more national headlines, too. It's all next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer Correa. Sounds nice. Last night was nice. We'll take that kind of clear weather any was, day of the week. And it was cooler, too. It was nice. Yeah. Need that. And the, and the moon is waning, right? Not waxing, it's waning? Oh, yeah, we're good. We've been waning for like four days. We're okay. fine. We're okay. fine. Right. It's still bright. Yeah, it was but, very but we're bright. we're not waxing. Okay. We're not heading towards a full moon, so we're safe. All right. Don't worry about it. For the next 30 days or 20-odd days. Didn't get any official numbers yet from Sunfest, speaking of weather and uh, awesome events and local stuff. But uh, I think we're pretty much confirmed that they blew doors off that 90,000 expected number from this past weekend. Yeah, they were awful quick, too, to announce that uh, they already picked next year's dates. It's the first weekend in May. Ah. And it's three days again. And I, the, the story I read was, oh, they're changing it to three days. Wasn't it three days this year? <laughs> Did I miss? Didn't they do Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I thought Sunday? so, too. I don't know. Because I, they opened on Cinco de Mayo. Did right. they not? Yes, they did. Which was Friday. That was Friday. So that okay. counts. So I'm thinking, okay, was that not a day? So it's three days next year. Uh, they, they got rid of some of the stages, and they got more musical acts, but less stage and no art. So it's all musical festival now. I Come guess they, on, it always was. Well, yeah, I, they I got think. away with calling it an art festival. They had one painting at the exit. Oh, look at our jury and art selection. And a little mobile. <laughs> See, yeah. we're an art show. Give us that funding. No, I'm just kidding. Do a good job. I, I, jury art shows are hard to put on. You yeah, know, you got to get you got to get people to actually judge the art. So I'm sure it was probably more intense putting that part together than the music part of it. I'm sure. So. All right, uh, back home, uh, up to Orlando for a little bit. Yes, dear. I could see this happening. I don't know when, but there's a major, major push that's been going on a long time now, but now they got all kinds of momentum, and it actually may come up to a, a vote. Well, has this guy got a lot of pull, this Pat Williams guy? Got a lot of money. Does he? Doesn't that mean pull? 
Usually, yeah. He what? He co-founded or he owns the Orlando Magic? Is that it? He was one of the co-founders of the Orlando Magic. He's not part of it that anymore. He's part of a group called Orlando Dreamers Baseball. Well, there you go. That's what they're going to call him? Well, it's just a... F- oh, no, okay. All no. right. That's the, the group I get to you. get funding. I get you. And they want to move what? They would like... Now, here's the first volley. They'll say, we would like an expansion team, Major League Baseball, because they've talked about that, knowing full well they're not going to get that. So they'll say, why don't we just move the Rays instead? Tampa Bay Rays have been a quality organization for a long time with an absolute crappy fan base that does really? not support them. And they play wow. in a dungeon... At the Tropicana Field, which is basically like they—they they don't even have lights. I don't like they have electricity. It's run by a hamster. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Now here's the gotcha for this guy, this Pat Williams guy. Not only is he going to say, "Let's move Tampa Bay here," but we're going to unveil the plans that we have for a seven billion dollar mm-hmm. stadium to be built on the land that I own next door to SeaWorld. Got the land. He's got the land. I didn't even know anybody owned the land next to SeaWorld. I thought SeaWorld owned the land next to SeaWorld. He's looking for some funding from the county, and that's going to come up to some sort of a vote coming up here pretty soon. But couldn't you see this happening? It makes too much sense. I'm surprised they don't. You know, they get that whole, they got everything else. You know, does the Magic, it's the the basketball team, they do well, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Right? So they got them. And just think, just, just as far as the tourism goes, yeah. how many people would come to see maybe not the Orlando Rays or whatever they're going to call them, Dreamers or whatever, but they'd go to see the team they're playing because mm-hmm. they're already in Orlando to go to one of the theme parks. Maybe, yeah. It's another it's another draw. So It's a destination city anyway. Why not? And just think, once Brightline's in, you can go oh, watch them whenever I, you want to go I watch them. I didn't even think of that. That's right. You know? And they said, what, that's going to be next month that's running? So check this out, too, because I guess the stadium – is also near, I'm trying to get my bear, I always get lost in Orlando. I get lost everywhere. But the Orange County Convention Center is right there, too. So you got, oh, a con- you got a convention in town. Hey, come to our electronic show and we'll give you a free Saturday baseball game ticket, too. They should chime in with Universal, too, because right. that's right up the street. So they're all right near each other on Independence Drive there, or whatever it's called. What is that? You know, what is that? Yeah. Independence Lane, whatever. The group wants $975 million bucks in tourist tax dollars to fund the project, which I get. I bet you in that town would get massive support. Yeah, well, that's that's a day at Disney. Right, right. You know? Or you know, a day at all the theme parks, just give them the tax from that, and you'll be all set. And they always sell it wow. with, like, we would provide tens of thousands of jobs, which never does, but that's how they sell it. But he's already got the land, so he just wants some funding for the concrete. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. And if no one's going to see Tampa Bay in Tampa... Why not move them? Does any state have three baseball teams? California. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I could see it happening. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this. Would you go see him? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, faster than going to, to Tampa, to, to St. Pete. They're just in a tough location yeah. there. Actually, Bill, this could work out well for you. Yeah, maybe. Because with the Boston Red Sox, they're in the same division, right? Yeah. Uh, well, th- yeah. The uh, AL East. A lot easier. Take Brightline, go to Orlando, the convention center stop right there instead of going to St. Pete. That's it. Absolutely. You go see the Sox right down the road in Orlando. You know what else is for, not for nothing, wow. but you know what else is available too? Remember when uh, the Marlins soaked the city of Miami for that free stadium <laughs> yes, and right. that tax deal? Well, part of it was you change your name to Miami Marlins, right? Right. Florida's open again. 
you're you're the state's team. Call yourself the Florida Rays. It's a great idea. Actually. How nice does that sound? Oh, yeah, wow. you appeal to everybody, and that's a great double meaning too. Is sunshine Rays? Exactly. The Rays are already there for the you know the Devil Rays, the the old name. That's really good. The Florida right. Rays. Get uh, get uh, Pat on the phone. We got to tell him this. We got all, we got ideas, Pat. <laughs> he's, he's a friend of mine. We'll get him on the phone. We figured this whole thing out. Wow, <laughs> a seven billion dollar stadium. It's going to seat forty five. Okay, and here's the other gotcha. We can have concerts here. It's domed. He's going to close it. Yeah, huge so. stadium. Uh, I think seats this thing 45. is going to happen. I don't know how long this would take, but I think it's going to happen. I, I think you're right. How long does it take to build a stadium? Though? Not long. How long did they take to build the Raiders in Vegas? What, like five years? Uh, I don't even think it was that long. I think Maybe. it was four at the max, I think. Yeah. They put that thing up quick. I wonder with the concerts, though, I mean, you know, because then you have competition like with the Amway Center where the Magic play. True. You know, they do events there right now. How many people fit there? It's a, it's a basketball stadium, so 18, 20,000. 45,000. I'm going, I'm going to the new uh, Rays wow. stadium. That's what this guy's thinking about. Yeah. That's exactly events. That's exactly here's, what it here's is. Here's the thing about Orlando. It's it's central part of the state. It draws from all these major markets. Right. And this, I'm telling you, we've talked about it. This bright line thing is a game changer for this state. It's true. It opens up the entire state. You can have people working in Orlando that live here. Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe Tampa eventually. Or that, vice versa. Yeah. yeah. yeah, That's true. And that location, I think, is better, too. You know, like the Amway Center is like downtown Orlando. It's a little weird. It's tough to get to. It is. With, you know, the, this proposed location of the race stadium, arena, whatever you want to call it. That would, If you're talking around like International Drive by the convention that's center, it. I mean, that's where everybody is. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, just think. You have a convention and you have Billy Joel as your entertainment next door. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, come on. What, what, better way, what better way to $1.7 billion. What does that buy? Nice stadium, I guess. <laughs> a <huh>? parking lot. <laughs> Jeez. I'm in on this. Florida Rays. Let's Florida go. Florida Rays. <laughs> Sorry, hey, uh, Tampa. Speaking you of, lose. Speaking of Billy Joel, news about him coming up in Rapid Fire. Some other stuff, too. It's all next. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time. What's going on in the world? We've got some stories for you. What's up, Jen? Well, I hate to be the bearer of mad bad news, but look at the clock. What is the calendar? It is what? May, May 8th? 9th? Yeah. Three weeks away from what, boys and girls? What, May, thir- May 30th? Start of hurricane season. Oh. And guess what? We have, wow. I think it's probably 2,000 emergency management officials right up the street from us at the Palm Beach County Convention Center and at the Hilton. They're here for the state's hurricane conference. Ah, don't worry. It's a lot of free drinks. They're They're not worried about things. uh, (laughs) They will learn 300 hours of new disaster-related things. What to do? And these these are everybody. These are not only meteorologists and people at the Hurricane right. Center, but from the governor's office, all the way down to you know firefighters and community leaders who'll get your area ready in the event a hurricane is. Well, I think way. after, especially last year with with Ian on the West Coast, with, with the disaster that that turned into, still is by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then even what was that like? Hurricane Nicole. It was like a weak hurricane, but it went up towards Daytona. I think that was like back in October. It was late October, and it had up there. You know, those houses fell in into the ocean. That was brutal. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. And it wasn't even like a strong storm. It was just the seawall from all the erosion from Ian that came on the other side of the state. It was already so weakened; these houses just fell into the water. Yeah, it was so. just a terrible erosion storm. I remember that. They, yeah, they, they got a lot to talk about at this conference. Yeah, they're gonna have. <laughs> well, I, I wondered, even though it's the governor's hurricane conference, did they talk about the tornadoes that hit? 
you know, just True. up the street a yeah. couple of weeks ago. Well, just should. You know? General so, storm preparedness. Anyway, they're uh, there for five days, and you'll probably see a bunch of meteorologists hanging around the downtown West Palm. So. Big partiers, those meteorologists. Yeah, they are. Watch out. <laughs> You see Steve Weagle at the gas station over here on the corner of 45th Street. What's going on? Weagle, what are you doing, Weeks? Here's some good news regarding the state. This is a big deal, too. It really is. U.S. News has always ranked, you know, colleges. They have that college review thing. They have they, they rank them as, as far as, like, academic proficiency. We, the state of Florida, are now ranked number one, according to U.S. News, in the nation for higher education. That's amazing. The enti- and, by the way, we have the second largest state university system in the country. That's just California? I think so. Yeah, but all those UC schools. Yeah. That's, that's, we've come a long, yeah, long way. Long wow. way, which automatically kidding. means what? Admission standards ready to go through the roof mm-hmm. again. There you go, and prices are going to go up. You need so. a 6.0 to get into <laughs> UF. <laughs> and you better be a senior by the time you enter. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 that puts it, you know, that puts an undue amount of stress, though, on kids in high school. It really does. Yeah. You know what? When you that. know you already need a 4.5 to get into Florida yeah. or Florida State, and God forbid you're not a dual enrollment and you're going to enter as a junior. I mean, it really is. It's a lot of work for a kid. But it means big things for, like, recruitment, people staying here, bringing in smart quality, like, high-quality people. It's good. Hey, it works for me. It's a good deal. That's all. It's all good news. Things trending in the right direction there. Well, here's the here's headline they don't want to hear. This is not the right direction. Uh-oh. China to expel Canadian diplomat in tit-for-tat move. What? China and Canada. China said Tuesday it was going to expel Canada's consul in Shanghai because Ottawa announced home a Chinese diplomat who was accused of trying to intimidate a lawmaker. <laughs> <laughs> it follows an outcry in Canada because they're saying there's allegations that this Chinese intelligence had planned to target uh, this guy, Michael Chong, in Canada. And his relatives in Hong Kong with sanctions because they were sponsoring a motion to condemn Beijing and their conduct in what's called the um, Xinjiang region and calling it genocide. So China is now like going after this Canadian diplomat and then going back and forth with each other now. It's all this crazy political stuff. That's how governments like that work. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want, they, they hide in darkness. Don't want anybody knowing about it. That's wow. right. Why anybody talking about it? And they so, want all these corporate money, though. Right. They want that. So Canada, uh, that's for, that's for sure. So Canada says, well, well you know, we're going to expel this this one Chinese consul who we think is trying to intimidate our lawmakers. So China does the same thing. Yeah. Says, so, well, we're going to get your guy out of here. And then China's next move is going to be, all right, well, we want Justin Trudeau back. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Send then they're going to find out Justin Trudeau is the jailer at the jail that they've set up in town. Well, yeah. here's, here's the kicker, though. China has now come out and stepped it up even further and said, by the way, this is a fight I did not see coming, China and Canada. They said, we advise the Canadian side to immediately stop its unreasonable provocations. They said if the Canadian side doesn't listen to this advice and, and acts recklessly, China will take resolute and forceful retaliatory measures, and all consequences will be borne by the Canadian side. That's take, a statement from China. They're taking Trudeau's eyebrows away. Amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. If China wants to win that battle, all they have to do is say, we're going to stop making hockey sticks. <laughs> the entire that. country would shut down. You're right. See, Canada's thinking, what, they're going to nuke us? And China's like, no, no more hockey sticks. <laughs> no! <laughs> so it's... This is a, a very it's a, interesting. It's, uh, it's odd to see Canada scuffle. at war with anybody. Yeah, because usually they just lay down and die. So it's weird. I'm sure that's what's going to happen eventually. Probably. Mm. Canada doesn't like conflict.
I got a little bit of, it's kind of like a musical combination of things here. First off, Jonas Brothers. The what Joe is Bros. up with the Jonas Brothers? They're huge. They're huge is right. They American keep superstars, they're Jen. They're doing these stadium <laughs> tours and selling out like in minutes. Now they will become the new voice of the Waze app. So the next time you're stuck in traffic, you might have Joe Jonas going, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bros in my car? Yep. You can have them tell you it's it, the app will be Drive with the Jonas Brothers, and they will be the voices of your Waze app. You know, you some should. people say they're the new Beatles. Just kidding. Nobody who says, says that. Who says who says that? <laughs> People who are tone deaf, maybe, but no. Uh, and so if you go to visit... Minnesota, you could have the Jonas Brothers telling you how to navigate Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. I don't want to do any of that. Okay, anyway, they are <laughs> renaming a highway in honor of Prince in Minnesota. Oh, well, it that's goes, cool. It just happens to go right by his Paisley Park Museum. So, Hold on, I, I'm sorry. What's was, the matter? Was that his last name was Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. Prince Nelson. Rogers Nelson. Nelson really? was his last name, yeah. Wait a minute, so what's Prince's real name? Prince. Symbol. Rogers <laughs> Nelson. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know whose name was actually Prince. You were blown. I have my mind has not been this blown since you told me Jimmy Dean died in the 60s. <laughs> like I, I am I am absolutely mind blown right now. Yeah. You really thought his name was just Prince? I didn't know his real name. I thought Prince was a stage name. I for all no, I thought his name was Prince. I thought his name was Joe. I didn't know what his real What's name was. Even more alarming, he died in 2016. Yeah. It's been a long time. Seven years ago. Wow. But anyway, Prince's Paisley Park Museum and Studios. The highway runs right by it, and you can go drive on it now. Sure if you would like. But the Prince. Jonas Brothers telling you how to get there. <laughs> I thought it was that's right. I thought it was just a cool stage name. No, that's Michael Jackson used it, but then he named his kids Prince. How that, old right. is his kid? Prince Michael, yeah. Prince uh, Michael's gonna be it's gonna be in his twenties by now. They are in their twenties now. Well, we just found out Bubbles is forty. Yeah, well <laughs> and living here in Florida. Yep. Boy, I feel yeah. dumb today. Don't feel dumb. <laughs> Don't feel dumb. <laughs> I never knew that. All right, guess the headline. Actually, guess the media outlet that came out with this headline this morning. Okay. Codger Dodger. Oh. oh, the New York Post. <laughs> New York Post says, and this is why, it was banned from attending the event with Biden and Buttigieg. This is about the transportation deal with uh, airline compensation. Right. They they banned the New York Post because apparently the New York Post is, once again, tracking down and has the biggest lead on the uh, Hunter story and that whistleblower. Telling you, watch out for tomorrow, oh. this conference with Comer's... Uh, Supposed to be maybe, maybe some type of thing talking about Hunter Biden and indictments coming or some I type mean, of maybe evidence. Maybe they're over the target. I don't know. In an email to the Post, the White House says it was unable to accommodate the paper's media credential request. And you're going to have to watch online. <laughs> oh, oh. The pace, The Post maintains there was plenty of room at the, at the event. They didn't want us there asking questions about Hunter, the whistleblower, and supposedly maybe what's coming out tomorrow. Well, about, that whistle, about the dirty Biden business, business dealings. And that whistleblower has already said she ends up dead. It wasn't by choice. Hmm. Yeah, and right. She, she's laying down the groundwork. This shit, that one, Well, that one whistleblower. She's like, I, I'm not suicidal. I have all my faculties. And if I'm dead, go right after the Bidens. Yeah, that's the, that's the Tara <laughs> Reid one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, wow. Huh. They, they barred the New York Post. Wow. You're not invited. <laughs> See you later, that's Biden. Un, that's unbelievable, actually. Can you imagine if Trump did that? Well, he, he got well, Jim he, Acosta out. Well, it wasn't yeah, Jim Acosta was a jerk. He kind of <laughs> did, though. Yeah, I guess. Different ways. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently fruit roll-ups 
We remember, yeah. we remember Fruit Roll-Ups. Yeah, they melt in the sun. That's true. And they're very sticky. They get all over oh, your teeth. God. Yeah, they're God. horrible. But they were really good. Yeah, got to be good for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just all the sugar. So apparently they're, they're like a hot commodity in Israel. They cost up to $6 for a single Fruit Roll-Up. So Why? This one, I, I really don't know. I guess just because the scarcity, maybe the shipping over there to get Fruit Roll-Ups, it's like a like, like a rare delicacy for whatever reason in, in Israel. Why can't some companies just start making some? I don't know. All it is is sugar. Well, here's the thing, though. Since it is so rare over there and they're so expensive, people pay top dollar for the fruit roll-ups. Oh, yeah. There was an American who was caught trying to smuggle 375 pounds worth of fruit roll-ups into Israel. (laughs) He was ready to go. This guy, this is a new drug dealer right here. Oh, my God. It's not a narcotic. It's fine. It's just, listen, if you can make the customs, you're okay. Well, he didn't make it. There's a picture of the the suitcase opened up. It's just full of fruit (laughs) roll-ups, like, spilling out onto the terminal floor. That was this guy's retirement plan. (laughs) Guess so. Man, that's considered contraband, though. Yeah, I guess. Three hundred seventy-five wow. pounds worth, and it's six dollars a pop. It's a lot of well, those things are really light. I know. If, if we, how many some things that we have in abundance that just aren't in other countries? I never he had thought this about in it. one suitcase. I guess it was a how, couple suitcases. I was gonna say, how much extra did he pay for the weight? Yeah, really. I wow. I had, I, I had a buddy that had a friend that his dad used to work. In Russia, late 80s, about that time. Things are just starting to get a little bit more open. He used to just, to visit his dad, he was there for months at a time. He used to take suitcase, suitcases full of Levi's. Huh, And really? just sell them to people. He Whoa. made tens of thousands of dollars every single trip. Really? Just so, you know, wow. convert them from rubles, but you well, know, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. How about that? Isn't this stuff you never think about? No. Unreal. Well, All right, we got some more uh, headlines coming up next. We've got uh, hopefully some more good news in the entertainment department. And what if a meteor fell in your house? You know what to do? Run. You know, you know what the process <laughs> is? We're finding out from this poor family in New Jersey. And it wasn't a very large meteorite, but boy, did it do damage. Jeez. Man. It's horrifying. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Today we are deploying a new National Guard unit. It's called the Texas Tactical Border Force. Oh, I know that's loud, but he was on the he was on the scene. That was Texas Governor Greg Abbott, which has now become a top story, uh, every major news outlet, and really affects every single state in the union now. His border issue ahead of Title 42 expiring on Thursday is massive. Well, you know, you got thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people waiting in line from various countries across this globe. Waiting across the border, whether they're going to do it legally or not, is yet to be seen. But when you have an administration, that being the Biden administration, totally ignoring this situation. For Mayorkas, who is the Homeland Security guy there, saying, oh, we got it under control. Yet Mayorkas's people went along. Okay, they went along this migrant line yesterday to tell all of the migrants trying to get into the United States where the cops were going to be, which basically says they're not here. So if you want to get into the country... Just run that way. That probably explains, yesterday was the first real day. There was more video than ever and on the ground. A lot of that came from Border Patrol agents. And I know that that's against protocol. I know they can't do it. They can't show their own personal stuff. Not body cam, but cell phone on the ground. I think that's why. I think they just have finally had enough. And they're trying to let the rest of the nation 
know what's going on. Well, I mean, at the same token, you got an administration working against you, Man, and they have rough. the nerve that Jean Pierre chick that that she's getting better at lying. That's all I can say. What she's do you sitting mean? there yesterday saying, "Oh, we got under control." We've got a robust effort. We have a robust multi-agency plan to yeah. humanely ah. manage the border through enforcement, deterrence, and diplomacy. Yeah, it's going great. Yeah, sure, <laughs> humanely. That's why all those people are lined up in the heat. I, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I, you know what? Diener brought up a very good point the other, like maybe about an hour ago. Who told them Title 42 ends? <laughs> Did they, was that like just, is it an app that they all have that, okay, and on Thursday, floodgates open. On that same, uh, not so much the drone footage, but some of that cell phone footage of, of the border situation in some of the camps now. Look at how many of them have phones. Yeah, their phones are nicer than mine, too. It, it's unreal. You're right. You're right. They, so and they're I, connected to some sort of information source, of course. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's an I was, you know, facetiously saying it was an app, but it very well could be. But it could be a site that they all belong to. You know, it could even be like an Instagram page or a TikTok page or a, a Facebook page. Go here and you'll find out all the latest details on how to cross the border into the United States. Well, that's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. Wait till Thursday. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Those poor people. We've also got a... A prisoner escape story that I don't think is going to last long, but they're still out there. This is out of a Philly jail. They literally cut a hole in the fence and they walked away. One is a pretty substantial drug dealer. The other guy's up on multiple murder charges. Well, they're roaming around. Yeah, but here's the gotcha. They had a 19-hour lead on prison officials. All right, that's an inside. Everybody's thinking it, right? That's an inside job. It had to be somebody. Okay, they first. Let's. They're in the recreation yard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess murderers hang out with murderers. I, I don't know how it works in a prison. I've never been in one, thank God. Uh, but one's 18, one's 24. How did their lives get so screwed up at such a young age? That's what more disturbing to me. But they cut a hole in the recreational fence and walked literally in the middle of the day, walked out. They just left. Just left. Here's the uh, Philly corrections official talking about it. We have protocols in place, and those protocols uh, were not followed, so that will be part of our investigation. But the goal here now is to make sure that these two individuals are apprehended promptly and brought back into custody. Well, they always nobody ever really like escapes. They always catch him. But how Eventually. does it happen in the first place? Well, in this case, I mean, if even if you just watch, I've never been to a prison. Okay, I've driven by. I've been by Stark a bunch of times. You ever see how many guns they got? I know. And in, in guys in towers, you know, and they, there's like four or five guys in a tower, and their whole goal is to shoot you if you try to get out. And this one is in like an urban situation. Like no one saw what's happening yeah. yet. So, you so gotta, they're calling on the U.S. Marshals to find 18-year-old Amin Hurst, 24-year-old Nasir Grant. Hurst himself, several murder charges. Yeah, he's 18 too, by the way. Okay. 18, how do you have, he must be in a gang, right? Uh, but somebody turned around. There's no doubt. This some, somebody helped them, and you, that's what they'll find out. They'll probably catch him pretty soon. But wow! And if you've ever wondered what the process is when your house gets hit by a meteorite, we got a pretty good idea now. Run, <clears throat> run! And you're exactly right, Jen. Why are we hearing stories like this all the time now? <laughs> well, you know what? We NASA. I mean, they warned us the last time. Remember, it was like you have a one in twenty five hundred shot of getting hit by this meteorite that's hurtling toward the United States. I'm like, so, okay, toward Earth. It was Hopewell Township, New Jersey, an unexpected visitor, a meteorite the size of an avocado destroyed this house. 
it, when we say it looked like a crane went through I mean, this I, just wasn't a hole through the roof. This was like blew the roof down. This was incredible. Fire officials say it was about that size. It hit the home just yesterday. <sighs> Only one person was home, was not hurt. Thank God. So here's how it works. Fire department comes out. Okay. Puts out a blaze. All right. Then they have to call the hazmat team. Why? Because they don't know if the rock is going to like glow in the dark and well, you're going to glow in well, the dark? they're radioactive. Okay. So the hazmat team comes in. They say, yep, looks like a meteorite. <laughs> then they have to make sure it's safe and like contained. And then they have to send it to a local university. So they send it to the College of New Jersey that examined the object to determine its origin. And they said, yep, space rock. Wow. <laughs> So what do so, they do? Did so they that's how it, it goes. They, did they just have a lead container hanging around that they put this avocado meteorite inside? I saw the video. They came out in like the full-on hazmat suits. Really? With like, you know, like the big tongs. They, they yeah, got to put it in the thing. They, might, they must have a, <laughs> like a containment. Con- poor, it, poor people, though. So, you know How what? fast is something going if it's a size of an, like a big, like a large size rock. And it just destroys totally your home. totally destroyed your home. Yeah. And then you find out it's not covered by insurance because it's an act of God. We are farmers. <laughs> dun, 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 Done that, haven't seen it. <laughs> Wonder if that'll show up in one of their commercials. I, I don't know. Holy cow. All right, we got some uh, headlines coming up next. A little bit of NFL news and this. If you wrote a children's book on uh, how to deal with grief, yeah, could you possibly be the main suspect in killing the husband that caused the grief? This, this is, is the most incredible true crime a plot twist murder story I've ever heard. Isn't it? It's kind of crazy. This lady wrote a children's book to help her kids, it, and it might be her that did it. And she was the one that dumped them off. Wow. All right, we got that more coming up crazy. next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We have multiple agencies and multiple countries working together to humanely manage the border when Title 42 public health yeah. order lifts on Thursday. Totally managed. Tell that to those border towns. Tell that to somebody in El Paso. Can I ask a question? Sure. Why is it that when she throws out statements like that, that, that everybody in that press room knows she's lying, <laughs> why know. doesn't anybody challenge her? Uh, well, some do. I don't know. Well, they let her, she gets a pass all the time. I'm like, I'd be like, uh, what agencies, what countries? Oh, wait a minute, wait. Kamala Harris went to, when she went to El Salvador, she went to Mexico, she went to, where else did she go last year? To blame them for their people coming to our country and treat your people better so they don't leave your country to come to the United States. That solved the problem. That's working with other countries. Mm-hmm. I this ain't, uh, Everything this administration does, they screw up. Yeah, There's, but this is the biggest one, isn't it? Do you think? Well, what, after wait, at this you, point, because because this is home, it affects every state. That's why we're talking about it. How many people though are because this is mainstream top story news number one? How many? Honest to God, how many people are seeing this for the first time? You really think so? I huh? I, I, I believe it. Hook, line, and sinker. Well, this Thursday. is the first time most people in this country are aware of the problem. And wait till Thursday then. Oh yeah, when you got thousands of them crossing the sure. border. Absolutely. It is not not to say that it's not you know. <laughs> They're, I don't, they're not even to blame migrants no. trying to come to this country. They were sold a bill of goods that, that's not there. They've been put in danger because of it. We know the effects on the border towns, but the rest of the country, too. A complete and total top-to-bottom screw-up. Well, how many people, you know, if they arrested 27,000 people crossing the border illegally in a three-day period, and that's average now, is what they're saying, and Mayorkas and his whole administration 
went and told all of these migrants. Apparently, they, they I, I guess it's like the telephone. You tell one, they tell everybody. I don't know how it works. Uh, somebody told us uh, on our app that uh, they do have an app for all these migrants to communicate with one another. Well, remember they had the, uh, what was it, the... Uh Application app, I forget what they called it, where they launched that late last year. But I didn't know whether it was like a communication device. Yeah, so apparently. Like, hey, this part of the border's open, they, go here. And and they went along yesterday or the day before and told them exactly where the Border Patrol agents would be. Yeah. Which means if they're here, that means they're not going to be over here. So if you want to, you know, rush into the country and get here, run across over here because there's no border agents over here. Again, I think has led to the the border patrol agents are so frustrated oh. that you're seeing their eye level, you know, ground level view of what they're dealing with now, which I'm sure they're not supposed to release, but they've Probably just had not. they've had enough. You know, they've just had enough of it, and they want everybody to know what they're dealing with. Yeah, they didn't show any faces yesterday, but they showed these like little encampments. Right, these people have been in line waiting outside in Mexico for, I mean, weeks now. You know, we think it's bad when people wait outside at a Best Buy for a week at Christmas time to get a TV deal. They've been waiting for weeks in inclement weather. They, do they have enough food? They ha- Who's feeding them? You know, yeah, is know. Mexico giving these people sad. any food? I mean, it's sad. The whole thing is sad. Here's and, the quote. Get this. Oh, my goodness. So the Border Patrol union head tore into DHS yesterday, right? This is the quote. This entire operation is a sad joke. That's, that's from the head of the Border Patrol union. Wow. Can you imagine, imagine no. what they're dealing with? No, no. I, I can't imagine. And it, it, what's amazing is why is it that these poor guys and these poor women can't talk? I would be on every TV station in the world. I think they're going to start. Because and if they're say, starting hey, to release their own video of what they're dealing with, I, I think they're going to start talking wow. big time. All right, in good news, closer to home, in fact, U.S. News has ranked Florida as number one of the nation for higher education. That's a major that's, score. That's incredible. That it really is. is. You have admissions people in our state universities throughout the entire state jumping up and down for this one. And get ready. That means tuition. Well, we just had the story, what, a couple of weeks ago. Miami was raising their tuition to, what, 60 grand a year? 90 grand, 90 grand a year. I think it was 90. It was $90,000 $90, to go to the University of Miami. My God. Uh, and now that this came out, that means most of the public schools are probably going to raise, uh, you know, Florida just went up. Florida State went up. They all went up. It made it raise admission standards. That's it. It's everything went up. Raise the price. I, I can. You know what? It's funny because we always have this conversation. When I first moved here in the ooh, late seventies, early eighties, you could you they couldn't pay you enough to go to the University of Florida, Florida State. Oh, it was, it was easy. It was like, come on, please come, please, please, please. Yeah, you had your pick. And it was any. It wasn't just. I'm not just picking on them. It's just those are the two biggest schools I can think of well, right now. Down here, there were a few of them. You didn't even need SATs. No, I, I'm like, really? Show up. Yeah. You, well, you, you want me to write an essay? Yeah. Eh, nah, come on in. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. SAT, that we don't worry about test scores. Boys, it's different now. And then, boy, it, I don't know what happened. I don't know what governor started it, but what really changed Florida is when they won the national championship. It's and it has it an went, effect. Oof. More people want to come here, but. I mean, what an, what an accomplishment for Florida State Schools, the largest state university system in the country, and now number one. That, that, the, the, That's incredible. Ten years to be able to do that? It's amazing. It's a big, it's a big push. Good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we found it. Most unbelievable true crime plot twist in history. I, you know what? I, the more I read about this family, the more it's like this chick is like the Murdaugh family out of South Carolina. A Utah woman wrote a children's book for specifically her kids, but she said, mm, you know, I, I can help out other kids, too, who have families that are victims of violent crime mm. on how to deal with grief. 
That's well, it's a great idea. She wrote kids. the she literally wrote the book. Okay. Well, now she's being charged with the murder of her husband. <laughs> she wrote the book about the loss of her husband that she caused, uh, allegedly. Well, apparently, what this chick didn't realize was his family is kind of like the Murdoch family of Utah. They're very well known, very very well respected, uh, and they have a lot of money. She tried to say this girl. What's her name? I forget her first name. Corey Richens. She tried to say that her husband Eric, who died, I guess it was last last March, so a, a year and a couple of months ago, that he died of a drug overdose because he was a drug addict. Yet when they looked at the house, there was no there there were no illegal substances in the house. There was never any drug abuse issues from before. But she's trying to say that you know she's known him all her life that he had a problem when he was in high school and it had continued. Here's no. the interesting big thing. Just a couple of months before he died, he told his sister, by the way, I end up dead. Look at my wife. <laughs> so he had an idea that she was plotting to bump him off. I guess there were marital, I don't know, there was marital problems. She probably signed a prenup, I don't know, because it was a well-established family. And uh, she wanted money and she wanted out and he wasn't giving it to her. She's 33. Investigators wow. have now charged her with the killing of her husband by giving him a drink spiked with a deadly dose of fentanyl. Wow. She's charged with aggravated murder, drug possession, and distribution. She released a book earlier this year. It's called, Are You With Me? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Describes the story you. of a child coping with losing their father. Isn't that terrible you do that to your kid's father? They said that she bought $900 worth of fentanyl pills from a, an acquaintance of the husband. You don't think the guy's going to talk? <laughs> and then she went back and she bought $900 oh, more my. like two weeks later. Wow. Oh, wow. And then shortly after she bought the second dose of $900, he died. So that's when the friend became sis. I mean, why did it take so long? I don't know. Wow. This is just insane. See, what happened was, and just before he died, see, there had to be problems because Eric, the guy that got killed, he had already, he changed everything in his will to give power to, of attorney to his sister. So she got everything and she had control of all of it. And she lived in Greece or she lived in, well, I don't think she lives there anymore. I think she's there now. Oh, she knew what was up there. So she so knew. So why did it take and, so long? And yeah, that's the great, maybe they just had to get the proof. But you would think that whoever sold her the drugs came forward and said, uh, yeah, I sold her $1,800 worth of fentanyl. <laughs> oh, boy. Not good. Well, what she a, learned that she was cut out of, out of his will on March 5th. Seven days later, he was dead. What a twist. Wow. we got a feel-good story coming up next. A lady who doesn't even drink wine survived for five days in the Australian outback on only a bottle of wine. And now she's a wino. No. I'm teasing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, proof of, it's proof of the power of wine. Gotta love it. All right, that more on next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. So what's the whole theory with uh, Disney World, Florida parks? What's old is new again? They're calling this a big change, but it's really just going back to what they had. Yeah, it's funny because I saw the headlines. Oh, big changes for Disney. And I'm reading, I'm going there. Basically, I think what happened is, you know, Bob Iger, who was the CEO for many years after Eisner came in and he ran Disney, the whole corporation, uh, and he put all these things in place. And, and then... All of a sudden, he, re he retires, uh, Chappick comes in and changes everything. All Iger is doing is putting things back to the way they were when he was the CEO. You know that reservation system nobody seemed to like? It's gone. See you later, bye. Although you made a good point. 
It's still a reservation system. It's just them determining it. Yeah, so what'll happen is instead of you buying a ticket and then finding out, okay, here's our ticket. Let's go see if July 7th is available so we can go and it's booked and you get to change it. What they'll do is, it, it, this takes this takes the uncertainty out of it, though, yeah. because Disney's going to know what days are available. So when you go to buy a ticket and they'll say, sorry, July 7th isn't available, but we do have tickets for July 10th, they're setting your date for you. Pretty much. So they make the reservation yeah. for you. But, but you know, in, in all honesty, that helps you because how many dates could you have feasibly picked if you bought tickets that they didn't have room for you? And you couldn't make a reservation for that date. Yeah. So this way, you know what's available. They're going to tell you what's available, and you just go, okay, I'll come July 8th. I think Iger, being back with Disney, and this is a big deal for the state because we needed to succeed too. Let's be honest about this with tourism. He's just saying whatever we did before that worked, go back to that. Do that. And that's not only like processes, it's content. It's, you know, how they do things, what they market, the rides. Yeah, it's kind of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Kind of. And I guess Chappick screwed things up from top to bottom. How did this guy run this company? How did they let him run it for that long is what I'd like to know. It's mm-hmm. Like, holy cow. It's, it's proof positive that, you know, just because you're the CEO of a major corporation, it doesn't necessarily make you brighter. True. So it's like, okay, whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. he's back and that's that was part of it. Bringing back the meal plans, I, I guess they got rid of those. I didn't realize that, but they got rid of those, so they're back. And if you're a pass holder, uh, starting next year, at any time after 2 o'clock, you can go to any park without any reservations. Mm. So, Well, speaking of entertainment. Yes, dear? All right, it's getting serious now. What? Don't mess with our shows and our movies. What's the matter? The list of productions being impacted oh. by the upcoming writer strike, <laughs> the ongoing, excuse me, writing writer strike, has been going on for a week and a half now, is growing. Author George R. R. Martin confirmed, Diener. Don't be upset. No. What's what's who's he? The writer's room for oh. the Game of Thrones no. spinoff. No. Oh no. no. Has been shut down. Oh. Sorry. The strike has also disrupted production of Marvel Studios Disney Plus series Daredevil Born Again. Oh, and we know man. about Stranger Things. We were talking about that yesterday. Right. Sorry. Wow. Those are two, real, two things I'm really right. looking forward See, to. now you care. I do, now yes. Now you care. That and Stranger Things I was carrying yesterday, now I care even more today. Figure it out! Ah. Eh, I wouldn't worry about it. It'll oh, eventually, you'll eventually get your show. I'm on the writer's side, by the way. I mean, I, I do believe, you know, they're talking about trying to get royalties for streaming, which you should. I mean, they if it's being should. viewed and, and consumed, if I mean, they, why aren't you getting yeah. paid off of that? If they created something and it winds up being shown or, you know, played in two places, they should get paid for that. Yeah. I would think. And also not to be replaced by AI. They, they want that in, in the deal as well. Well, oh, I, I, think, yeah. I think they want that more than they want the royalties from yeah, maybe. The, the, like the, all the streaming places. Because you can always fight for more money somewhere else. You can't fight for your job if a robot takes over. No, that's true. You know, or a computer. So what do you do then? I wonder when it's going to happen. They've started. They tried it. But the actors union, they're going to start to go against CGI acting because they can be replaced now. Well, look what they did with Carrie Fisher in Star Wars. Yeah, that, true. Well, look she at was J- dead, and they did two more films with her. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. I By know. By the way, they did an update on Jamie Foxx that he's still in the hospital, and people still aren't saying what it is. Mm. But they have said non-life-threatening. Yeah, now he's 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 in better shape, but they're well, still not good. letting him out of the hospital. However, Weird. the movie that he was filming with, I forget who it was he was with, uh, but they're using a body double in CGI to finish his part. Right, because they can. So you that's don't. How, that's how good it's come. You along. don't. You don't need to be there. Uh, I'm mm. surprised Tom Cruise isn't like leading this because usually he's he's very vocal about this kind of stuff. 
Who so knows? Somebody's going to start complaining eventually. Hmm. Well, a feel-good story that involves wine. How can you go wrong? Feel-good story of the day. The power of wine. I, I, but I got issues with this story. There's no issues. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. This lady who claims she's never even, she doesn't even drink. She survived in the Australian outback. What do we say about Australia? It's always trying to kill you. Everything's trying to kill you. There's no doubt about it. Survived with only a bottle of wine. She's 48. Short drive, she says. She made a wrong turn. Stuck in the mud. Dense bush. Wasn't able to hike out on her own because of health issues. Stayed in the car. Thank goodness. Okay, she did have a couple of snacks, but mainly one bottle of wine that she was going to bring to her mom's house. And that's all she had. Okay, let's stop right there. She's 48 years old. One would assume that if she's 48 and she's lived in Australia for most of her life, she knows the roads. What's wrong with this woman that she got lost in her backyard? Maybe it rained. stuck in a mud hole. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. You sure this isn't made up? She's getting pretty dire, though. She thought she wasn't going to make it. Yeah, probably because she was out of wine. <laughs> she was discovered after five days. Oh, my God. Hospitalized for dehydration, but she's going to be oh. fine. Has since been released. Wow. We just don't know what kind of wine it was. I'm betting red wine, but I don't know. Probably. She was found alive. The power of wine compels you. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how she got lost in her own backyard. Does that mean we should always have this in the, well, a supply package? You know what? We've had how many stories? Remember the guy was in Colorado? Colorado? He was going to his grandson's house, and thank goodness the grandson knew the route. Remember, he got buried in the snow. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the only way they saw the car was a, a it was a mound of snow over That's the right. car, but the guy stayed inside the car. It was and they, off the side of the road. And they said that you should always have like a blanket, you should have water, you should have snacks. So I'm thinking, I'm putting this, I am, I'm putting a survival kit together and sticking it in the back of my car. Yeah, but yours is like Jack Daniels, a okay, couple well. of Snickers bars, <laughs> almond joy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They melt in the sun, so I can't do that. Does, does bourbon go bad in the sun? Doesn't go better. Okay, well, yeah, I'm just, you know, kind of like beer. But, Once it gets hot, it's like... But me. if you're desperate, you know... Yeah, well, okay. All right, we've got rapid fire again. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, just past bottom of the hour. I'll go around with some news stories you need to know. That's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid fire time means you'll find out what's going on in the world. What's up, Jen? We never talk hockey. Ever. Ever, We should. We should and we are. Because the big news out of the NHL is that the Chicago Blackhawks have now won the number one overall draft pick for the 2023 hockey season. I heard this kid's a phenom. I didn't know they were going to get the pick. The number one prospect. And they say this kid alone will be a franchise-altering player. He raked up 143 points this past season. Yes. 71 goals, 72 assists. He played for the Western Hockey League's Regina Pats. Mm -hmm. He's a rising star. They compare him to Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid. By the way, his name? Wow. I love his name. His name is way cool. Connor Bettered. He's 17 17. years old. It's amazing. (laughs) That's when you first start feeling really old as a sports fan is when you're watching hockey. These kids are like, and then you realize how many, how many of them, like their parents played. And it seems like their parents were playing like two years ago. They said, I went back and I did some research on this kid and they talked to some coach that he had when he was six years old. He said when he went on the ice at six years old, I knew the kid was going to be a star. Wow. At six. Yeah, they said that about Crosby. Yeah. 
And and I remember Sidney Crosby from a yeah. mutual friend of ours because he was a big fan of his. But uh, I, I don't know much about hockey, but if you're 17 years old and you're the number one draft pick, you must be pretty phenomenal. It's pretty high praise with names like Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid. So. A lot of pressure, so, too. Jeez. Yeah, they say this kid's like a phenom. Wow. And, he, and they did an interview with him because the Blackhawks asked him, why should we pick you? Right. He goes, well, I'm a pretty good hockey player. <laughs> I, I had a couple of assists. I had a cut. He was very, very humble and very sweet. And I'm like, I like this kid. So we'll see how long it lasts. Wow. Well, good for him. He's about to make millions. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, obviously, in uh, news, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he's deploying another National Guard unit to take care of things himself ahead of Title 42 ending on uh, Thursday. Because he says, quite frankly, we're not getting enough help from the federal government, so he's going to take care of things on his own. I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, wh- what other choice does the man have? You know, you have your constituents saying we're about to get overrun by hundreds of thousands of migrants where the majority are probably going to stay in Texas. You know, maybe Arizona. But uh, what are they doing in Arizona? Anything? Do we, I don't have know. you heard? I uh, haven't heard anything haven't about heard Arizona. Anything. Texas bearing the brunt of it, of course, at first. But it, it, it's a story that affects everybody, every state in the union. And it's finally, this is the first time, I think, since this has been really bad. This is the top story in every news network you can you can find. When top does, story. When does um, Abbott line up the buses and just put New York, Chicago, Detroit? I don't know. Cities can do it again. DC, and just put cities on them and say, "You want to go area? Get on that bus." He did say he was going to do it yeah. again, Diener. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the end result is. But the, this, the administration is saying, "Well, we estimate thirteen thousand people will come across the border illegally. Thirteen thousand, triple that. Oh, yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah, without a doubt." What you're seeing now, we've talked about this a lot, really amazing. A lot of the footage that you see now, cell phone video footage, is coming from Border Patrol agents, which I'm sure breaks policy and breaks protocol. But their their leaders are finally saying, do it. Let people know what you're dealing with here. It's a a never-ending game. They can't win. And it's it's it opens your eyes to what's going to happen, and it's a and we have talked about it ad nauseum. It's a no-win situation for not only the people coming across, but the people who live here. It's funny you just said that. The Arizona governor just had a press conference that said the Biden administration has completely and totally ignored our border concerns. There you go. And it is. We are, in a, we are. They're calling it in Arizona an emergency crisis uh, situation. You know, it, it, you think about it, okay? It, it's funny. You you have kids. We've all had children. My mine are the oldest. I got grandkids now. But just think of the financial burden two children put on a family. Sure. Two kids on your family. You're going to let in hundreds of thousands of migrants. These people are looking for education, housing. They want uh, medical help. They need a, a place to work. What happens when we don't have the facilities to take care of these people? Who is going to handle the financial burden? Right. You, the taxpayer. Right. And if you live in Texas, I'm thinking, thank you, Greg Abbott, for trying to help. But there's not, you know, it's a no-win situation. You're just trying to, you, you, this problem was caused over the past two years. Now you're just feeling the effects of it. It's got, you know, Title 42, fine, but this has been building. So this is complete, total incompetence. They, they opened the border. They invited people here at, at great personal risk to them. Right. A, a treacherous journey. Sold them a bill of goods that the country's open. Now now look where you are. Great. And then what's, Good job. And what's going to happen? They're going to end up being sent to a place they don't know anybody. They don't know the language. They can't get a job. They don't have the education. What happens to these poor people? It's not, it's not a good situation. Brutal. Well, this might be good. You got better news? I Please. think so. I think so. And this might be, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but this might be something good that the Biden is doing. Come on. I don't know. I'll let you guys decide. Well, apparently the Biden administration, they're, they're writing new rules 
for airlines to compensate passengers for mm. significant flight delays or cancellations when they're responsible. This was Biden's quote. He said, later this year, my administration will propose a historic new rule that will make it mandatory, not voluntary, but mandatory for all U.S. airlines to compensate you with meals, hotels, taxis, ride shares, rebooking fees and cash miles and or travel vouchers whenever they're the ones to blame for the cancellation or delay. And he, then he said, that's all on top of refunding the cost of your ticket. So that's good, right? The idea is good. And and the idea is good, but (laughs) can they prove it? You know what? Uh, Unless, uh, you know what? That would would have put Southwest Airlines, that would put Southwest Airlines out of business with their glitch. Remember? They had their glitch for two days. They couldn't get planes off the ground. At the worst possible time. You have to compensate how many thousands and thousands of people people, you would bankrupt an airline. So there was, there has to be a, a, a give and a take here because you're not going to make a major airline go out of business because of this rule. It's a big place in Europe. However, in Europe, they can never prove that it's the airline's fault. It's weather. Although so, all the airline has to say, oh, we can't fly to Detroit because they got ice on the ground. Basically, it's just kind of lip service and then the airline's going to fight it anyway and say, well, it wasn't our fault. And then it becomes like a he said, she said type thing. Yeah, they'll change the definition of what was under their control. Right. Probably. I don't know. You know good at least they're talking about it. Though. Yeah. Which is nice because if you do get stranded because of a glitch, it yeah. would be nice if you were compensated because it's very frustrating. Right. Oh. I guess they're trying to do something good at least. This is going to infuriate Diener, but Bill, it is going to put a very large smile on my face. Yeah. I actually cheered when I saw this story. What? The weekend says oh, his no. next album is oh, no. his last hurrah. He's retiring? No. Yes! Already? <laughs> Come he was on, just doing the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, that's what did him in. See what happened? Did the Super Bowl, everyone figured out how bad he was. Now he can't put out an album. Oh, no. Actually, it's not as good as it seems. His comment was, it's my last album as The Weeknd. Oh, he's going to rebrand it. What is he now, Thursday? (laughs) He said, I've already said everything I can say is the weekend. He's he's now a day of the week. (laughs) So now. The new album from Thursday. Actually, they say his next album will be under his real name, Abel Tesfaye. That's his name? That's what it well, I, think I you may keep with the might, weekend. Yeah, now I, I know why I went to the weekend. Yeah. Might, he better go to Thursday or Friday. Are you kidding me? Very uh, biblical, Abel. Wow. Yes, but uh, by the way, he said all that he can say as the weekend. All right. Just so you know. What is up with this idiot? Well, Jen, he's an artist. <laughs> he's a genius, Jen. Please, he's not a genius. Yes. He put me to sleep at the Super Bowl is what he did. He's pulling that Garth Brooks move. Remember he became somebody completely different the, for a couple of years? Right. Chris Gaines. Oh, my God. Yes. That was bad. That was, was bad. bad. Yeah. And then what's his name got to him and said, eat more butter and fried food, <laughs> Garth, and go back to singing. I used Trisha. <laughs> Trisha, you hear what? Yeah. Trisha brought Garth back. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm well, done. Uh, they haven't caught him yet. We've, it's been a long time since we had a uh, big, fat, juicy prisoner escape story. But we got one. These are some bad hombres. Yeah, these are people you don't want to run into, though. Yeah. It's, but, and it was in Philly, an urban area, the correctional center there. On Sunday night, they didn't find out till these guys were gone till yesterday. They got a 19-hour lead. How does that happen in a prison? Authorities Explain are working with U.S. Marshals now because they think they may actually be out of state. 18-year-old Amen Hurst and 24-year-old Nasir Grant. Hearst, specifically, is being held on several murder charges. Great. Granted custody for narcotic violations. Cut a hole through the fence and left. Yeah. So, who wasn't looking? Let me ask you this. What was your father's theory about Florida, Bill? Whatever's not nailed down shakes loose and lands in Florida. How like ma- how like you, me. How much you want to bet these guys are making their way south? Oh, much of the fight them in Tallahassee? I mean, I would. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
Why, I, do, why do you want to be an escapee in a, in a cold state? Yeah. But what I don't get is, how does this happen? So you're going to find out. I, you know, it's it's funny because it was a woman involved. Remember, we had two of them. Yeah. The guys up at the the Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate New York. And right. the other one, I forgot where the guard actually had, was having a love affair with the guy. She ends oh, up yeah. dead, but she got him out of prison. So is a, a woman involved with these two as well? You never know. Did she give him the snippers to cut the fence? All I know is, I don't think this happens without an inside job. We're all thinking it. Somebody in the, in the prison system must have helped us. Well, Come on. Could, it could have been a woman and she was having a hanky-panky with the guards when they were supposed to be watching these two. Right. I don't think it's uh, an Annie Dufresne situation where they were, you know, <laughs> shoveling through the wall. With, or, you know, she's trying to hammer through the wall. Great. That means they're in Mexico. Yeah, right. Great exactly. film. Love that movie. So, you guys want some uh, Adidas shoes? No. I no? got some. Oh, you do? Look, Look at that. Look do you that. have Adidas? There they are. You do have Adidas. Very nice. Oh, those are nice. Three stripe life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But, you know, are they for what? sale? Well, those aren't Yeezys, Bill. Oh. You're not wearing Yeezys because oh. Adidas is stuck. Stuck with over a billion dollars worth of unsold Yeezy shoes, Kanye West. Why? After they cut ties with Kanye West, what was that, four or five months ago or something, after he went on his crazy rants? Right. And they're not sure what to do with them. Why can't they sell them? They're ugly. Oh, are they? I, I guess maybe. Well, they are. But also, is it some type of legal issues? Oh, because he they, probably he won't let them sell them? I guess. They yeah, cut ties with them, and now they have all this product with his name on it. Must be so, stuck in limbo. Yeah, they're not going to sell shoes with someone they cut ties with. I, I I think his shoes are the ugliest things they in the world. I, I'm sorry. A I, billion I know. dollars worth, though. I know people who have them. It's like, you paid how much for those? They took a risk, and they dealt with a lunatic, and it they burned them. Wow. I think what's going to happen is you're going to send these over to all the countries to get the losing Super Bowl jerseys. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just, they'll be well dressed. Ah. I'll tell you Holy that. Holy cow! Uh, it's, but they're they're stuck with it. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, maybe we can find them soon, like on Amazon for a cheap rate. Yeah, maybe. I'm surprised somebody's not buying them. Huh? Go to Alibaba. You'll find them yeah. there probably. Uh, there you go. All right, we got some more headlines coming up next. But we have we haven't had one in a while. We have a Britney Spears update. Oh, no. Have to, we're going to have to alert the Britney Spears sounder. No, she didn't go crazy. Oh, But that okay. autobiography that's coming out? Yes. Everyone is afraid of what's in it. <laughs> including her. Fr- Think of what she was in the middle of in the 90s. Oh, oh no. Dear. Everything. Uh-oh. And her friends are begging her not to release it. Uh-oh. Really? That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Let me ask you this question. Is this interesting timing or not? Just as, as we get into the swampy politics here for a second, just as jury deliberations start today in the lower Manhattan civil trial of former President Trump. Yes. Who's an actual uh, R word, the bad one, charges. The most important endorsement of all just came in. What's that? From Melania Trump. Aha. Uh, the statement that came out this morning from Mar-a-Lago is, My husband achieved tremendous success in his first administration, and he can lead us towards greatness and prosperity once again. Ah, so she's uh, backing statement. him. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, how is she going to feel about it? Because she had said she didn't like living in the White House. And then every time anything she did in the White House, she got criticized. So I, I got to give her credit for yeah. doing that because that was a big step. And I'm sure she's, you know, if, if they're back in the White House, she'll be criticized for red Christmas trees depicting oh, death. Do you remember uh, the trees? I'll never forget that. Melania's Christmas tree decoration. Death death flies. Nothing but death. (laughs) 
I what? Thought, I thought they were beautiful. The irony of it is, try to find a red Christmas tree after she did that display. Exactly. You couldn't find one anywhere. The people loved it. It was like, oh, shut up, people. Get over it's it. It's not the you know? propagandists in the, the fashion media. And again, oh, again, God. a supermodel has not been on one fashion cover since Trump was elected. Yeah, but that's okay. We okay. get to see her anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, that makes no sense. But uh, we'll put Hillary Clinton on the cover of Vogue. Um, and Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about that oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on. Yeah, she was there. Mm. Wasn't their daughter on, too? Mm. I think so. Anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to see that she's going to support him. Good for her. So that means uh, she's in full, full hilt. Oh, yeah. Now, part of that might be. Please let him get the job again. I can't stand him around get him all out the of time. Mar a Lago. I want to stay here with Baron. He can't golf <laughs> enough. <laughs> Interesting question, though. If it is Trump 2.0 in 2024, will she stay more uh, back here than last time? I mean, she's already done the she's already done the gig. Yeah, but can you do that with that? Well, you know what? In her case, probably purely because. She's damned if she does and damned if she doesn't. Oh, true. And you know that. And if she goes there, she's going to be criticized for anything she does. If she stays here, she'll be criticized. So you might as well be in a place you really liked if you're going to be criticized. Now, I'm pretty sure she'd go to the White House and she'd start some. Remember, it was, what was it? Be beautiful. What was her whole campaign? Be best. Be best. It was kind of stupid. Well, it was kind of a a dumb name, but it was an anti-bullying campaign. It was pretty important, though. It was a a great campaign. And then, uh, you know, she brought a little class to the White House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, until she got destroyed on everything she did. Yep. But it's nice to see that he got endorsed. Uh, in the meantime, there is a, uh, do you remember the uh, National Air Guardsman accused of leaking secret military information? We haven't heard a thing, not an iota, a scintilla of information about that. Yes, and? Until now. Jack Teixeira is yes. going to be, the kid is going to be in federal court as a judge is considering whether he can be released on house arrest why would you do well, that? Awaiting trial. Why would you do that? I don't know. Here's a guy that allegedly is selling secrets. He's releasing all this information, and you're going to let him go home on house arrest? Prosecutor says a threat to national security. Well, Keep if him he in custody, if he doesn't have access to a computer, how bad can he be? But still, I, I mean, if he's evil, which I really don't think the kid is, but if he is evil, he'll find a way to get the information out because they still think he's got lots of information that. He's oh, I'm sure he does. You know, How much has he given up too? Yeah. So, Why don't you secure your system so like that it's not so easy to hack? Who lets a 21 year old? I know it's it's got, but you know this kid will pay the price because he was the one smart enough to break into the system. It, not not the system's fault or not the government's fault for protecting the information. I, I you know what people get paid a great deal of money to show weaknesses in certain certain circumstances with companies. This kid, you know, was the ultimate leak. He should be, you know, they should be saying thanks for finding the leaks in our system. And now the real news. Oh, no. We've got some Britney news. Why don't you play more than that? Oh, well, Unless yes. gonna, she got she lawyers. She's going to put you in her book? <laughs> Everybody else is, apparently, reportedly, allegedly. Come on, what? Famous, many, many, they're talking hundreds of strongly worded legal letters have been sent to the publishers by people who know Britney, knew her, and who fear what she has written. <gasps> this autobiography means... that she says is coming out. Think of what, think of the party scene that she was in the middle of in the late 90s, early 2000s. Well, I'm thinking... She's got dirt on that entire industry. So, you know what, go ahead, write it. You can't get in trouble for telling the truth. If you can prove it, you cannot get in trouble for it. Here's the quote. 
uh, I think Variety had this. Britney is brutally honest in the book. People have seen some of the early releases. Uh oh. There are a lot of nervous A listers. <laughs> Did it? Was she, was she the one that said something about Courtney Cox? I forgot who it was. Somebody said know. something about Courtney Cox giving her stuff. As of right now, it's still supposed to come out in the fall. Oh, un- this, uh, until she has to edit it out and still do. What does she care? She doesn't care. Spill the dirt. Again, spill the tea. And and if it's true, you can't get in trouble for telling the truth. And then, unless she makes it up, of course, as soon as it comes out, they'll start slinging mud at Britney and saying she doesn't know anything. They'll call her crazy. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? I don't know. I hope he's in the book. <laughs> Should be a co-writer. Whatever happened to that? One guy? One of the first viral videos. That oh, guy. Oh, that was, yeah. was that was great. God, God, if we didn't have anything to talk about, <laughs> jeez. Gotta love, gotta love social media. Jeez. The uh, nine o'clock hour is coming up next. Get some headlines. What's the latest on the border? We got some entertainment stuff too. We got some sports news actually. We some do. speculative sports news. Yeah. What if a Florida franchise is moving to a different Florida city? I, you know what? I first you you told me the story off the air. I said Miami's moving. That was my first thought. It wasn't the other team? Yeah, not Miami teams, but another one. Okay. And, it, and when you hear it, it makes total sense. All right. All right. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Today we are deploying a new National Guard unit. It's called the Texas Tactical Border Force. Well, you can't escape this border issue. It's top story everywhere for every state, really, now at this point. That's Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Kind of, sort of, as much as he can, taking things into his own hands. Well, can you blame him? I mean, the Biden administration sending what, 1,500 military personnel. Uh, but they're there not to protect the border bill. They're there to protect the border agents or help them with their paperwork. Oh, boy. Uh, they're apparently going to be at a warehouse in Brownsville, Texas. So that dude that's the main board. It's been like two years, I think, he's been stationed. That Bill Malugan from Fox, I think oh, his yeah. name is. Poor guy. What? That's a tough assignment, but very important story, obviously. He tweets this out yesterday. From a strategic standpoint, it's puzzling that DHS would announce something publicly via press release, essentially gives evaders, getaways, a heads up on where uh, Border Patrol is cracking down. Yeah, so they basically said, here's where Mayorkas' people went out and said, here's yeah. where the border agents are going to be, at point A, B, and C. So if you want to go to D, E, and F and come through the border illegally, yeah, be our guest. When you get hundreds of thousands of people lined up at the border as we speak, look at this line. I, I, I mean, it's like looking at a queue at Disney World. It's amazing. It, uh, it's way more than what the administration says it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, so this elicited a response from the actual Border Patrol Union, okay, the union. They respond to Bill Malugan's tweet there. And he says, you think they're frustrated? Listen to this. Nothing like publicly announcing that dangerous people will be arrested while warning them ahead of time exactly where to run and hide to avoid arrest. (laughs) This entire operation is a sad joke. Another another pandering PR stunt. Serious law enforcement leaders don't behave this way. (gasps) They have had it. Which is another reason why I believe this. A lot of the video you see now is cell phone footage directly from Border Patrol agents. On the ground. It's the first time during this whole saga that we've seen it, because I'm sure it breaks some sort of patrol. But the union is saying, you know what? Do it. The world, the world needs to see what you guys are going through. Yeah, it makes you wonder how these guys show up for work each and every day, knowing what they're going to face. And come Thursday, 
Okay, so if you're a criminal or you're a member of some gang or you're, you know, you're coming in from some drug lord in Mexico, yeah. uh, make sure you go to where Mayorka said the cops weren't going to be. Right. It's crazy. It, it, why? What, what would be the reasoning behind that? Uh, I don't know. To let bad Man. people into the United States, I guess. Boy. Who the heck knows? Nobody I, knows. I don't understand anything that this administration does. And, and none. No, nothing whatsoever. And, and then they actually have the nerve to believe what they say. I listened to Jean-Pierre Corinne there give her, her speech yesterday about, oh, we've working with different agencies and, and we have this border control, the border under control. I'm like, do you really believe what you say? How could she? How could anybody, any thinking person believe that? How could they? But she says it with such conviction. She's getting really good at lying. It's a robust operation, she said. We have a robust multi-agency yeah, plan to humanely it. manage the border through enforcement, deterrence, and diplomacy. It's working great. It, it, oh, what, yeah. a, what a bang-up job you're doing there, Chief. Diplomacy. What diplomacy? Jeez. <laughs> Send us here, you know, weak, tired, and poor. They're sending criminals. That's that's what I worry about. Well, that's, that's another thing, thing, too. Right. It, it's... You know what's coming at this a nation, especially of our size. We we need immigration. You need it. You do. So you can't be anti-immigration completely. You can't. But safe, secure, vetted, processed immigration. That's what you not that, whatever you're calling this. That that's not an immigration plan. No, none whatsoever. I mean, none of us would be here if it wasn't for inf- immigration. Right. It's like know? they said in the movie Stripes. All of us are here because our relatives got kicked out of every decent country in the world. <laughs> Took a boat over here. Absolutely. You know, and then changed their name when they came through Ellis Island. <laughs> uh, it's it's true, but it, it was different back then. You know, you talk to my grandparents who came over here from Italy. Uh, they didn't know a soul. But they learned, my grandmother learned the language. You know, my grandfather learned the language. They started businesses. They worked. They had to be sponsored by somebody. So it was, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different whole generation. How do they get rid of the sponsor deal anyway? Does that still happen just for not the southern border? Is that just for like European migrants? I don't know. Because I, I know, I mean, my family sponsored, we sponsored a couple of families from Italy, relatives. I, and I remember it as a child. But I don't know what went into them coming here, yeah. you know, and how that all came to be. All I know is my dad and my mom sponsored them. And you're liable for these people. Yeah, you are. You right. know, if something goes wrong, they do something bad, you're going to prison with them. It's, it's like you vouch for their, you know, their, their credibility, basically. It's like, I guess when you have an exchange student, same kind of thing. Wow. Only uh, you make sure they stay on the straight and narrow and then they get a job and they eventually go on their own. And that's what happened. But you had to have a sponsor before you could come here. I don't know if it's just European countries, though. I don't know what Thursday morning is going to be like, but oh, hold the door. Can oh, you I imagine? I think no. it's going to be Wednesday at 12.01 yeah, or be. Thursday at 12.01. Wow. It'll be right after midnight. They'll storm the place. All right. In uh, way different news, way closer to home, too, in Florida. Boy, this is interesting. Uh, this, a, lot, a lot of different things are changing in our state. Demographics. I think Brightline is a major factor we'll talk about here in a second. Right. But the state is getting smaller in a way. How? And that it's easier to get to different parts of the state. True, and Brightline's going to have a lot to do with that. A big effect, no yeah. doubt about that. Well, some people are moving. Some organizations are moving. Like? And this has been talked about for many years. It's, uh, it's getting a lot of momentum now, though. What if the Tampa Bay Rays became the Orlando Rays or the Florida Rays? Is this oh. a, there's a lot of very influential people behind making this happen now. Okay, so explain to me, does Tampa Bay not have any like fan base? Yeah, they do, but it's like the stadium is horrific. Nobody comes out to see them. It's always empty. And the shame of it is they're always good. 
Well, hasn't Tampa Bay always been asking for a new stadium too? Haven't yeah, they, they have. Been, they they're looking for something new. They have, and they haven't gotten it done. So now you get the guy that co-founded the Magic, this yeah. Pat Williams guy. He brought the NBA to Orlando. Oh, okay. Before he sold. So I mean, come on, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Well, he's going to unveil this plan today. Now here, here, here's the gutcha, and this is what because I know the only thing I know about the Rays is they've wanted a new stadium for a long time, mm-hmm. and they've been trying to work with Mayor Castro there to get her a, a new stadium. Well, this guy's willing to unveil. He's going to unveil today a 1.7 billion dollar domed stadium that seats 45,000 people, smack next to SeaWorld, and the Orlando County Convention Center. Yeah, so it's it, which will be go. accessible to what Brightline. Yeah, eventually. I mean, it just it makes too much sense not to happen. Wow, he's got the land, like you said. I, I was shocked that somebody actually owned the. He has thirty-five plus acres right next door to the aquatic, which is closer to the convention center than SeaWorld. It's in between SeaWorld and the convention center. Wow. So right there on International Drive, he has thirty-five plus acres to put this state. What wow. is that worth? Oh, my God. By the God. way, just to have that land. And I bet you SeaWorld's been trying to buy it forever. <laughs> right. Or the convention center. Or somebody's been trying to buy it forever. And he's like, nah, I'll just sit on it for a while. So here's their play. I guess this is what they're doing. Besides the money and the financing and the petitioning of Orange County and all that stuff. So they're playing up to Major League Baseball, first of all, to try to get an expansion team. That's, that's not, not going to happen, and they know that. Okay. So they're saying, okay, well, we got this failing team over here that's losing money, but it's a great team. Move them right here. we got the land, and now this county will work with us and bring them here. And, I and then, think- you draw, then you could draw from the entire state. Well, yeah, and, but you think about it. Orlando is the number one destination traditionally, no matter what poll you look at for tourism. You know, across the globe. Everybody wants to go to Orlando either for Disney or Universal or SeaWorld or whatever reason you're going to Orlando for. Well, how many of those people have baseball teams that are going to play the Orlando, whatever they're called, Rays or the Florida Rays if they move there? So you already have a built-in audience far better than what you're getting in Tampa. They would be in the perfect, if they don't move them out of the division, they're in the perfect division, too, with the AL East. Northeasterners. I think it's a, I think, yeah. They should have put the Marlins in the AL East. That would have been a way, way smarter deal for attendance. It would have been like the Panthers, mostly out-of-town fans, yeah. but you would have made a lot more money. There's never anybody at those Marlins games. No. I not. look at that, and it's sad. No, but they're badly. fine. They're, they're not going to move. They, they soaked Miami for that deal. They're fine. Wow. So that would make sense then, I guess. I don't so, know. I could. It just makes – this is one of those – sometimes you hear about teams that want to move to a certain city and – it makes too much sense. It's like the Oakland A's going to Vegas. Too much sense not to happen. Well, who has the ultimate say? Is it the team, Major League Baseball? Can Tampa fight this? I mean, I, I don't know the inner workings of how a team moves from because I know Vegas is mm. stealing teams left and right. They are all from Oakland. Is it because they're not getting what they want from the city that they're in? Yes. Okay. So this will ultimately lie with Tampa if they leave. Yeah. With uh-huh. St. Pete. Okay. But I don't know if I don't know what their lease deal is like, like how long it's for, if they can break it, if they have an out. I don't know. And then baseball would have a little bit of a problem with it because they leave in what is Tampa market? It's like top it's top twenty media market, isn't it? And Orlando's less than that, but not that much. But their sell would be, hey, get the the entire state would be our market. Well, and they also got a brand new stadium that seats forty five thousand people. So and you know guy, baseball loves that. Yeah, and you're looking at that, but this guy's also saying, so when we're not playing baseball, we could have concerts. Oh yeah. It's it's a closed arena, so you can have it anytime you want. Right. So that's what he's he's banking on. Not only a baseball team, but concerts. There's a bunch of cities vying for Major League Baseball franchises. But even that alone, if you were just to look at Orlando for let's say they're not gonna get an expansion because we have too many teams already. 
what a destination that would be for any sports franchise. It's like perfect. Well, I, I, I don't it's know huge. why it wouldn't be done, to be quite honest with you. What was the last expansion team in baseball? I'm going to uh, put you guys on the spot. Arizona. Arizona, wasn't it? The Rockies in Arizona? No, the Rockies came in with the Marlins in 93. Yeah, yeah that's right. Arizona came in, I want to say, Just after that. 96? 96, 97 in there. Right around there. It's been and that then, long but, since they've, had, they've well, added a team, right? Was it yeah. Tampa Bay? It might be them. Came in after the Marlins. Yeah, they did. I, but I think they were different than a year, weren't they? They were, they were the I same years? I, I can't remember. Maybe yeah. they're the same year as, as Arizona. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. But it's been a while, and there's not going to be any more baseball teams. Well, they're looking to expand again, which would yeah. be dumb. They're talking about like Nashville. I don't know. You mentioned Vegas. They're, they're definitely going to do something. Well, they are with, with the A's, but that's not adding a team. It's just moving a team. So, but yeah, they're, they're talking about adding two teams. Salt Lake City, fine for a team again. That's right. The Mormons. <laughs> Baseball Salt in Salt Lake, Lake City, City doesn't sound right to me. I, I, don't know. I don't know. They support the Jazz, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. All right. Other sports news. There's NFL news to talk about, Jen. There is? Well, there's news that the NFL has made news, which is like the most boring thing of all time. But it's the NFL. I can't wait for it, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's the schedule release we're talking about. They have managed to make an actual television event out of their schedule release. Oh, come on. No. And you're gonna watch you're gonna watch this? Listen, Jen, I, I need to know that the Dolphins and Patriots are playing week one in September, of course, down here, and that the Dolphins the have week seventeen in a blizzard in Buffalo. Well, I have they, to find out. Didn't, didn't they open up against the Patriots last year? They here? do it every year. It's like the law. <laughs> I need crazy. to find out what games are on TV to not pay this YouTube uh five thousand dollar direct TV thing, yeah, whatever really. the hell they're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> All right. That and more. Okay. Some headlines, too, coming up next. These, uh, oh, we, you know what we got to talk about, too? What? That, that plot twist murder author oh, thing. This, this woman's just stupid. This lady wrote a kid's <laughs> book to get kids over grief after losing a parent. She's the one, as it turns out, that allegedly killed her husband. That's terrible. That story more. blew up, too. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's also where you find the Morning Show blogs. A lot on there. I, I think... I'm not totally sure, but I think, Jen, Diener has a, a threefer on there. The trifecta. No, we got a trifecta today? I think it's possible. Wow, Diener, what's up? It's true. <gasps> I no. can't confirm. I know you got the meteorite story on there. These poor people who own this home in New Jersey where the meteorite fell through it, it's only the size of an avocado, and it destroyed this house. Yeah, it, it looks <laughs> like, a, a, like a crane just went through it. Can it's you imagine like, what a boulder-sized one, what that would do? Yeah, probably destroy the whole neighborhood. Yeah, really, it would, to be honest with you. And so, they had to call hazmat yeah. because they're radioactive. So the question is, are the people right. now after their house has been destroyed? I, I mean, honestly, I wish we, they could have kept it because those are valuable. Yeah, I know. They're like, hey, we want that back. It's our yeah. property. Was right. It, it's in it, my living room. Didn't, was it Buzz Aldrin we were just talking about that? Was, who See? was it that was having the big fight over the moon rocks? Oh, or was that Mitchell? Um, or was it Shepard? It was one of them. One of them, but I don't think it was Buzz. They're valuable. Yeah. So you can check that out. It's, it's a crazy story. I mean, what are the chances of that? And also, this woman who survived five days by drinking wine, she was stranded. Wine and lollipops, baby. That was it. That's I, all I, she had. I, I got, there's she, more to this story. This yeah. woman's lived oh. in Australia all her life, and she gets lost in her backyard, Bill. Uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Bill. What was the outback? She, she lived there. Maybe it rained one time. No, you know what, though? I mean, I, I, I kind of think it's like the Everglades. I mean, we live here, but you get stuck in the Everglades, you are lost forever. 
Yeah, so, I, I mean, see if that you happening. get stuck in the outback, yeah, you know, if I lived in the Everglades, I would be able to find my way out of the Everglades. Maybe she's. I'm telling you, there's more. To, there's more to this story than meets the eye. It but anyway, f- it took five days to find her. I will say this though: she had a lot of lollipops and, and wine to survive on that for five days. This this woman's better than Bear Grylls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, see him survival with lollipops and wine. Who needs water? You check that out. And, of course, this one here, which you guys are about to cover. Ah, oh, this the is... The Utah Mom. And this story, within the course of an hour and a half, blew up everywhere because it's just unbelievable. People love... It's just a huge category. People love true crime. Yeah. But a true crime plot twist like this... Is unheard of. What did you say the, the headline was, Jen? Mommy's now, a murderer. Mommy's a murderer. Is the headline now? <laughs> she had. She's a Utah woman. She had written a children's book on how to deal with grief. What was the name of the book? What are did you, you say? Are you with me? Okay. Well, are you going to jail now? No. So she wrote the book allegedly to help her kids through the loss of their dad. She got three kids. She said, "Hmm, this is helping them. I'll, I'll release it and self-publish on my own." Became a pretty big kid's book. Now she's charged with the murder of her husband. She did it, allegedly. Okay, now she was getting ready, too, to write a sequel to that book. Oh, my God. And she's been, apparently, she was all over local television. Now, here's what happened. The husband, his name's Eric, uh, he died. Let's back up. She, he changed his will and made his sister the, the sole heir to everything. And said, you take care of my kids. I don't want my wife to have anything to do with this thing. The wife, the sister lived in Greece. Apparently, the wife found out that she got written out of the will. Four days later, the guy ends up dead. Okay? A little suspicious. A little suspicious because she was trying to beat before the will actually took place. and Because I guess it was being sent to Greece. The sister hadn't signed it yet and it wasn't legal. So she was trying to beat the system. So she, was, she knocked off the guy. They knew... According to all officials, they knew that she killed him like almost instantly because he had five times the legal amount of fentanyl in his body. And yet they found no fentanyl in the house. Well, that's the there were no drugs anywhere. She said, what did she tell the cops? I gave him a Moscow Moscow mule and we had uh, a gummy. And that's what killed him. That's the kicker. So she's 33, (laughs) killed her husband, allegedly. By giving him a drink spiked with a deadly dose of fentanyl that the cops are saying she got from one of his past associates or something. Well, she bought like 18, <clears throat> she bought $900 worth of fentanyl from the guy. I, I'm assuming it was the guy that she bought the, the drugs from. Maybe it was a woman. But it was a friend of her husband's. And then went back the next day and bought $900 more. I guess that explains the distribution because she's charged with aggravated murder, drug possession, and distribution. <laughs> wow, I, is it? Is you know what is? I don't know if fentanyl's tasteless because she stuck it in his drink, and that's how she got him. It's and just then, sad. Then she told the cops that you know that night they were celebrating because they bought a new home that he didn't want to buy, and they actually hadn't bought the home yet. This everything this woman did was so suspicious. So he dies. She has a party the next day to celebrate the two million dollar house that she just went and bought the day after he died. Oh my God. Uh, she's not very bright. Yeah, why did it take so long to charge her? I guess they wanted to get their ducks in a row or something. But so, she had time to write a book in the meantime. Wow. Are you with me? Jeez. Sadly, three kids. That's that's really, really sad. Bet you the book sells out now. Wow. Probably on Amazon right now. You're probably right. And you know what? It got even more suspicious because right after she, he, just before he died, he she apparently, his business partner was on his life insurance policy as well. She took the name off. So she was the sole heir when he got 
So, I, I mean, she did All everything. All the signs were there. Yeah, you know what? People think they're so smart, and they're not. But, you know, you kill your husband, and he, apparently he came from a great deal of money. It was a well-respected family. By the way, she had done, like, TV interviews locally about the book. <laughs> and then, this is the killer. She, he, he told his sister, like, a couple of weeks before he died, by the way, if I, if I get off, look at my wife. Oh, well, there. So he knew she was at, he, there must have been really big problems there in you that go. marriage. So wow. the sister knew right away it was the, the sister-in-law. What wow. a plot twist. That's crazy, though. All right, we got rapid fire coming up last time today. In just a couple of minutes. We might include that NFL schedule story we didn't get to in that, but more on it on its way as well. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's rapid fire time. Sorry, we were late gathering some stories for you. Something new and fresh and hot off the wire. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or possibly stuff we just did an hour ago. No, Jen will kick it off. This is a new one, and, and kudos again to Elon Musk. Yay! He cuts the ribbon on a new battery plant in Texas today. That's right, he's that there with he, Abbott. That he says someday will power all of his Tesla vehicles. Well, they promised it was coming. Okay, there yep. you go. He says it's the first of its kind factory will produce battery-grade lithium. He says the availability of battery-grade lithium will be a choke point in the electric car world because they don't have enough lithium to run the batteries, to make the batteries, to put into the electric cars that this administration wants by the year 2036 or mm. whatever the hell it is. You remember last year they had this symposium of the of the car manufacturers for electric vehicles and they didn't invite Tesla? <laughs> yeah, like he, the first one. He goes, okay, this is just a joke at this point. I, yeah. I've done more to to usher this new era of car manufacturing into this world, and you didn't even invite me. There's, uh, yeah, it's outside of Corpus Christi, his new plant, $375 million. Good for them. All right, Elon. So I don't know how long it's going to take for them to make these batteries here, but it's nice that at least they're made here and not in China. It sure is. So that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Hope more of that comes. Uh, we talked about this uh, just briefly a couple of minutes ago, but it's on the Morning Show blog. And now I think it gives us a good sense of what to do and what the process is like and who's coming to your front door if a meteorite ever hits your home. Yes, oh, please. God. And what are the odds of that happening, by the way? Like uh, one in eight trillion, zillion, billion? But they <laughs> seem to be better now. I've had way too many meteor stories recently. You're not kidding. So this was in Hopewell Township, New Jersey yesterday. Again, check it out on the Morning Show blog, 850WFDL.com. There's only one person home at the time and was not hurt. And that's, Thank that's, goodness. That's good news. This thing was only the size of an avocado. The damage it did to this house is incredible. Looks like a bomb went off. I mean, it was only the size of a small, like, avocado. That's it. <clears throat> no one was hurt, but here's what happens. The fire department came. Okay. You know, first responders to assess damage, any fires that happened, any electrical damage, whatever. And they said, okay, we're all clear here. We've got to call the hazmat team because it's radioactive material. Wow. They knew what to do. Trenton hazmat team comes out. They look at it and they say, yeah, okay, the site is safe, but... We got to take this, and we have to give it to the College of New Jersey. That's the only place they can handle this at this time, so because they have to examine it and put the final determination to realize it was a meteorite. So they came out with one of those like little lead, you know, canisters. Yep, that's right, and one of those big tweezer things. Yeah, one of those big tongs <laughs> that you see them like, like on volcanoes big, with. Yeah, like big yep. ice cubes. Yeah, with. <laughs> they put it in the big lead container. They take it over to the College of New Jersey, and they went, "Yeah, it's a meteorite, all right." Wow. <laughs> so that's the process. 
if you're ever curious how they're going to handle a meteorite when it falls into your house. Okay, so now the we question know. is, what do they do with it now, though? Does, like, NASA come and grab it, or... See, I, I would say it belongs to the homeless. I, I think so, too, and then they can sell it to, you know, a collector or something, because those things are pretty valuable. It's got very... It's precious metals, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but still. But they're going to say it'll go to it'll go to the government because they'll say no, yeah, it's a dangerous, say, yeah. it's an out of this world radioactive yeah. material. Baloney. You, you can't have it. Who was the astronaut that had the huge fight with NASA over the moon rocks? Remember, John was, Glenn was. I don't know who it was, but I mean, and the estate still was, fighting with them. I thought it was Mitchell, but maybe not. I don't know. It's it's somebody, but it's all over moon rocks and that kind of stuff. So this is similar. It's a meteorite. Yeah, it's like who does it belong to? Yeah, whoever it collected my, it, right? I got news for you. Hit my house, it's mine. That's what I'm saying. In yeah. domain. <laughs> Come on. Couldn't you like, just take applies. a little chunk of it? It must have fallen to pieces right when it came crashing yes. through. What was the size of this thing that burned up in the atmosphere that, that this made it through? Makes you wonder, right? I know. Because remember that other big one was coming through? They said we had a 1 in 2,700 chance of getting hit yeah. by it. Was this the one that was the size of the school bus? Or was yeah. this the oh, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, it was the refrigerator. And then it crashed what in the Indian Ocean, I think. It I is. Imagine what that would have done. Yeah. It is kind of like, like a sobering thought, though, to realize, you know, you just... You're living your life. We all have our busy days. You're going about your day, nothing about anything. And then Bam. all of a sudden you're reminded <laughs> that we're just this floating rock in space and there's all this stuff out there. So true. By the way, the other one, it crashed in the desert. Uh, the one that was the one in 2,700 chance of hitting somebody. Good thing. Killed a lizard. Oh, oh poor lizard. Poor <laughs> lizard. <laughs> um, this is must. Now, I know I'm bringing it up now, but I know we're going to cover this heavy tomorrow and especially Thursday. But just a little preview. The Donald Trump Town Hall. Oh, what is, is that? Happening tomorrow night. <gasps> I'm very CNN, interested in this. Right? Yes. I'm very interested because of who the moderator is, too. That's exactly why. So, you know, look, we've all seen Trump Town Halls and rallies and things like that. But what makes this one absolute, in my opinion, must-watch TV is for the reasons you guys just said. It's on CNN <gasps> and Caitlin Collins, who is not obviously not a Trump fan. She works at CNN. And she's got wicked RBF. Yes, she does. Yeah, it's really bad. She's the moderator. It's in New Hampshire. So this is going to be... It's going it, to be a scene. This, this is the first one for the 24 campaign. I think, so. it's, I think wow. it's smart on Trump's part, on his campaign, to do this. I think it's even smarter for CNN, believe it or not. It is. They've been starving without Trump news. Now they got it. This is going to be their wow. highest rated show in probably two years. Absolutely. Oh, I would yes. say ever. Yeah, maybe. Or so, yeah. at least since one of the last town halls they did in maybe he's, 2018 He's or really good in this format. Is she going to try to agitate him? I think so, right? They, they like to poke the bear. And he's I'm not sure. going to take it, though. Well, yeah, what kind of questions do they, do they ask about the legal cases? Obviously, he can't comment on them because right. they're cases. Right. But I'm sure it's going to come up somewhere, right? And he'll say, well, I can't comment on that because it's an ongoing case. But it's, you know, the, listen, it's I, I'm really interested to watch this. And for me, I am too. It's going to be hard for me personally as, you know, South Florida sports fan. You got the Heat game five tomorrow night. Oh, jeez. And Panthers game four tomorrow night. They're both closing opportunities. And this at the same time, I don't know what to do. Well, well tape all of them and then just go back and forth. Yes. Thursday, we're going to have a lot of a lot of audio from this thing, yeah. I feel. Wow. He loves the town hall format, though. That's where he does best. Yes, you're right. Amongst the people it's getting, of the really, Granite State. It's true. It really is must see me tomorrow. Yeah. A lot more okay. to come. Remember the movie Crocodile Dundee? Loved sure. it. Remember when they took him, she took him to New York City and, and we got the infamous, now that's a knife yes. comment. Oh, yes. But remember when he went fishing? Remember he went out <laughs> into the 
What river is that that he was in? I don't even know what it's called in New York. I apologize. The East River? Yeah, I don't know if it's the East River, the Hudson, which one he was in, but he was dropping dynamite in the water (laughs) to kill the fish. And and all she was like, that's not how you fish in in the United States. But anyway, someone allegedly decided to use a 9mm gun to go fishing in Garden City, Kansas. Oh, boy. Kansas Wildlife and Parks officials. Somewhere in Finney County. They're not saying if it was a man or a woman, but they found the person shooting fish with a 9mm gun. They're not saying what kind of fish they were shooting or if they caught any fish with yeah, that. Yeah, or if you got any, if right. If they got any, but they gave him a ticket and they took the gun away and said, do you do realize bullets can ricochet off water? Is that right? That's what they told them. So they took the gun away and said, stop using a gun to go fishing. Use a pole or a net. It's the only proper way to catch I a fish. Sh- I can't believe this didn't happen in Florida. I know. It's I not Kansas, like, are you sure? I thought we were said. heading towards the Florida, yes. but that's where we were going. That uh, was, was only in Kansas, guys. Oh, my mercy. But anyway, wow. they say that bullets can ricochet off the water. I, I don't know. It's just what they told them. That's yeah. probably, yeah. Unless it's ice, I can't imagine. <laughs> so, and it's very thick. Still no capture. Search is still on for those two prisoners who escaped from a correctional center in Philadelphia. In Philly. Urban center. Walked right out. Well, they cut a hole in the fence, but then they walked right out. There's a woman involved with this somewhere. I'm telling you. A getaway driver. They Uh, had a, what, 19-hour lead? Okay, so either the woman is a guard or the woman was with the guards while this was going on. There there had to be... How do you... How do you cut a hole in the recreational fence, the yard fence, in the middle of the day, walk out, and they don't find you, realize you're gone until 3 o'clock the next afternoon? Or a are wall. I don't know. It's, come on, huh? Please. So, so these are some uh, some bad hombres, as Trump would call them. So they were waiting for trial, obviously. One of them is 18-year-old Amon Hurst. Uh, and 24-year-old Nasir Grant Hurst is charged on several murder charges. At 18 years old. Yep. Grant is in custody. Well, he's only narcotics violations and firearms charges. Oh, well, he's, he's, he's okay. This is what's on the loose now. They think there's a strong suspicion now that they're, they've crossed state lines. They're somewhere else because they had such a great lead time. So they, they're working with the U.S. Marshals to try to get them. Oh, yeah, They'll gonna... get them back. But I'm always amazed when we have an escape story anywhere. Uh, well, and how this happened. He had to be an inside job. They paid off somebody or they made somebody look the other way. And I don't know what the payment was. It's usually money. Uh, but in this case, could have been love. Could have been another female guard. Who Look, knows? These prison escape stories are something else, though. We haven't had one in a while. I know. It's been a while. <laughs> because it's usually somebody in the inside that's yeah. going to let you out. You're right. I, I want to say I wanted to go on for a while, but I kind of do. A couple of days. Oh, come on. Look at, how ex- <laughs> Look at how exciting we were when those two guys were loose up in upstate New York, and then we found out it was the chick that worked inside the prison. Oh, that just... They gave them all the stuff that, so they could dig out. You couldn't make that one up. That, that was, was just great. every day we were getting some juicy detail out of that yeah. thing. What's yeah, today, that Tuesday? Great. I say catch them Thursday night. Give us tomorrow... <laughs> Give us Thursday morning. Catch Thursday night. Yeah. It'll make make for a great weekend story. And then we can talk about Friday about the capture. (laughs) Slow news week. They're going to catch him here. You watch the Florida. Wouldn't be surprised. So I'll finish up with this, guys. What is the most you've ever paid for a meal or, or, or just an item of food? Like you say, you got a steak somewhere. I got a just individual, just scale down to the item. Yeah. At Atlantis. Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Oh God! <laughs> and this was 1999. Okay, wow. A $20 bagel. Oh no! Without cream cheese. Oh jeez! 20 bucks. A 99. I can't imagine now. Three drinks and an orange juice. The Intercontinental Hotel. No, not the the Ritz. The Ritz. Oh. In Paris. Oh. 352 dollars. 
God. All right, so that's and insane. that was a long time ago. So Jen wins, and but it was a drink. Yes, that's true. But you are you you beat this price actually. The Formula Formula One race in Miami at the Hard Rock. Oh yeah, they just had oh, the yeah, stadium. Oh yeah, the they just had yeah. Someone took a picture of the menu they had there. Some of the food you could buy, I guess, in the VIP section. Now this food serves four people. How about two hundred and seventy-five dollars for nachos? Oh come on. <laughs> That better be made of gold. I was like, what, what, what kind of cheese are they using? It's carne asada nachos, creamy creamy salsa verde, salsa Mexican, cotija cheese, pickled onion, and cheese sauce. Serves four people. It's warmed for $275. You said cheese sauce. They put Velveeta in it, too? Probably. And they probably, and they, they sell it for two. That's absurd. <laughs> cheese with a Z. <laughs> wow. For two seventy five. Sir, these are, this is crumbled Cheez-Its. What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Two hundred. That was the Formula One race that was actually being sold there. Well, looking at the crowd, though, the VIPs that showed up for this thing, I bet you they paid it. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Or they see? actually, you know what? Some of the women don't eat at all, so. Right. Yeah, Shakira was there with Tom Cruise. That was the big news. The, the highest price item on here was $500. <gasps> the F1 platter got you A1A sliders, secret sauce, ribeye quesadilla, Chipotle sauce, crispy chicken tenders with honey mustard. But the cocaine and champagne was free. Listen, yeah. you know, you, you get it where you can. You find Holy the deals. Cow. Where was this at? This was the Formula One race they had over the weekend in Miami at the Hard Rock Stadium. It's a big event. Tons of celebrities. Lots of money there, obviously, with a menu like that. But How insane still, is that? Did they have like a cheap menu? I don't think so. That, that was, was it. it? <laughs> I Holy wouldn't expect cow. nachos at an event like that, too. I know. I mean, I'm sure they probably had concessions where you could buy, you know, the normal $12 cheeseburger, but that was like the, the, the high-priced menu they had. Well, but then again, you look at who's there. Tom Cruise, you know, Shakira. Bunch of uh, athletes. They, they, yeah, they, 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 All people that would never eat nachos. Yeah, yeah right. But, but, but people who have, like, ungodly amounts of money. Two seventy-five for nachos, wow. can you imagine? That's the kids' no. meal. <laughs> Gonna no. feed the kids. Holy cow. Wow. That's that's nuts. That really is pretty nuts. Well, not only has the NFL made an event out of their schedule release, they've made an event out of the announce of when their schedule release will happen. Oh, come on. That happened last night, and they told us when. They confirmed it's coming Thursday. I'm all in on this. Got some details on that. Some other stuff, too. Next, (laughs) the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. East South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen, this is Diener. I'm, uh, blah, blah. I'm Bill. Thanks for being with us, by the way. Don't forget about the Morning Show blog, which is us, what I was trying to get out, is on 850WFTL.com and also on uh, the 850 mobile app, which you should have. Don't forget about the app now. Get the app. The app's great, and you can talk to us. You can send us text messages via the app, and we get them. They show up on our email. It's pretty wild. It takes a little time. Yeah, it goes through the filtering it. process. Yeah, but we get it. Absolutely. BB was feeding us information all this morning about the app that the migrants are using to communicate with. That yeah. there is such a thing. Thank you, BB. This is a story that's only growing. I mean, I don't know what Thursday morning is going to be like because, at like you said, it it'll be twelve oh one a.m. Thursday morning. We'll come in here uh, five hours after that, and it'll just be madness. They, see, I hope not. But. They, well, immigration just put out. Did you just see this bulletin they put out? Uh, since Monday, they have caught on average nine thousand people a day. Nine thousand. Crossing the border illegally. That's just what they got. Yeah. And it's interesting. Follow this story about these Border Patrol agents. They've just had enough. Their whole union said this entire operation is a joke. And most of the video you see now from the border on the ground, from eye level, is from them. They're just releasing their own video to show the world what this is like. And for the first time since this madness has been happening, it's finally the top story on every network. Finally. So the country is seeing what's going on. 
Oh, you know what? And people are going, where are all these people going to go? Wow. How horrible. Oh, my God. You know, how horrible for them. How horrible for wherever they go. It's craziness. Distraction news. Even I know that's football talk. Name another organization that would make a TV event out of its schedule release and a press release event out of its announce of the schedule release. Oh, come on. That's what the NFL did last night, confirming that what everybody knew, that the schedule for all teams, all 32, comes out on Thursday, Thursday night. It's a show. It's a show? It's a show. And you watch this? Uh, I do because I need to find out uh, I mean, what games I'm going to be able to watch. It's tough being an Outer Market fan. You got it easy, Diener. Yeah, well, it's, that's fair. I mean, I go through incredible pain every season as a Dolphins fan, but at least I get to watch the games without yeah, any trouble. Exactly. You so know what fair. they're all going to be on. Yes, that's right. Actually, let me ask you this in the final minute that we have. Wow, this went quick. Um, over under, how many national TV games do the Jets get? Oh, over uh, under with their, with their new quarterback. Over under four and a half. Oh, way over. Over? Oh, way over. Wow. Really? You think? They'll get at least three prime time games. Jeez. Absolutely. Nighttime games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazon it's the games. Story. It's number one TV market and the, the Aaron yeah. Rodgers hype. You th- some people are speculating six. Six Holy prime cow. time games I for the could, Jets. Yes. That's speculation. I could see. I could see. I take the over on that. Whew. Yep. Really? Yep. I do. I got a, well, at least he got a haircut. Is he going to keep it short, though? I, I can't know. stand looking at him. He looks like a mountain man. It's like, do something. No one knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to no do. One, he doesn't even know. <laughs> so what they do is they release week by week tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night, excuse me, week by week exactly when all the games are, and then they send it off to the individual teams and when, who's playing where, blah, 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 blah. So what does that do, though, for the fan, other than you know that, you know, is it for you like so if you want to buy tickets to no, a game? No, yeah, everything. It determines for a lot of people if you're going to buy season tickets. When you're going to have okay. your wedding? When I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. When you're going to have a bye your... week. No joke, yeah. I'm and just, yeah. you know what? This is the big determination for out-of-market fans like me. If you're going to buy that new Sunday ticket package that's on YouTube TV. It's true. It's a lot of money. It's if I true. have a lot of games on that I can see anyway, because I have to match it up with the Dolphins and sure. all the national things. Sure. I'm not, I won't be buying it. But if not, I'll be buying it. It, it does a lot. Wow. a lot on the line here, Jen. Play okay. I well, I know what you guys are doing on Thursday. <laughs> you have no life. <laughs> anyway. I never claimed to have one. <laughs> have, a, have a great day, everybody. We're out of here. Thank you so very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Take care.